And we are live. Cast. Little crackle in the voice. Hey. I like oh, it. I'm I like it. What's today? I'll take I'll take Sconeasy at forty one percent over most able bodied men at hundred and ten percent. Done. <laughs> it has manifest. Is it manifest or manifested? I don't know, but I like that word. Manifarted. It's a good word. Manafort is now a uh, adjective for me to describe yes, a certain type of skin. <laughs> it's like when you've had like a certain amount of um, plastic surgery, so you mm. got like this weird waxy type. An artificial tanning. Oil. Yeah, and, and the artificial tanning, yeah, yeah. and you have to be like a 61-year-old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's like a certain genre, a yeah, certain yeah, yeah. category of skin. Well, dyeing, dyeing, Leathery. Your, dyeing your hair adds to the manafort manifold, to the manafortian aesthetic yes. it brings out the manafort in your skin <laughs> it does it does because like if you if you're um you know i mean i've been going gray since i was 20 but i've kind of feel like when you start to dye your hair it, it, it generally seems obvious that you're dyeing your hair yeah like your hair's darker than it was when you were 15 yeah. <laughs> yeah so when that happens it just doesn't look it doesn't quite look right yeah and it's a different thing for dudes than it is for for women too, which is an unfair double standard in society. Yeah. But but then at the same time though, it's often it's more standard operating procedure too for women to dye their hair. Women right. will dye their hair for no reason. Right. All the time. And you can still I still still think there's like you know, there's definitely a female man of fourteen. Oh, of course. You, know, you can of, notice a man, like, a man of fourteen ideal, the yeah. feminine version of it. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. I forget what it is, but my grandfather still dyes his hair like black, jet black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's I never, you never really see him as like the gray. So to me, his hair's always been black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he gets a pass. Well, no, it's, but here's the <laughs> no, thing. I mean, no, no, but it's not, not about passing. It's not right. about handing out passes yeah. because like I, I'm also like the firmest believer in the uh, raging against the dying of the light. Right. Yeah. So like uh, whatever it is that keeps you locked in and young and engaged, whatever that might be, I co-sign it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like in in all honesty, like unless we're talking about damaging yourself, right? Of like, course. Like whether what do you that mean? means doing what that means you're tra- no. I'm saying if that means you're training, if that means hormone replacement oh, yeah, therapy, yeah, yeah, yeah. if that means um, if that means plastic surgery, if that right. means dyeing your hair, whatever makes a person feel good about themselves and keeps them. Locked in and strong and engaged. I co-sign it all as long as yep. they're as long as, as, long as it's like damaging themselves, right? Yeah, mentally or physically. You of know course. what I mean? Like there's a healthy. Well, there's a sweet fine line for all this I stuff, know. right? And it's did like, you used to dye your hair in like high school, grade school? Yeah, did it once or something? No, but I used to. I did when I was in. <laughs> what I, I never went like full blonde or whatever, but like there were a couple summers when I was in high school where I threw a hydrogen peroxide in my hair, oh, and shit. I worked outside in the sun. So it, it became like this weird orange. <laughs> so that's about that's about it. I remember my brother, he was like wrestling for the regionals and he had we had like a shit ton of people behind him and he dyed his hair blonde. He even yeah. put like the slits in his eyebrows blonde. Awesome. And we were big, so you know, we were like, Anything you want, Pudge will support you. So we all dyed our fucking nice. hair blonde. It was like a bunch of Marshall Mathers running around. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So speaking of raging against the machine, I've read yes. something interesting this week that made me Get excited about something to do when I'm in my 60s. Awesome. Okay. Yep. This is a this is hard science. Okay. And it's great news. Okay. okay? Love so, hard science. Scientists. They took two groups of people. Right. One. They just said, do your normal thing over 60. Right? right. Do your normal thing for like the next like four or five months. Okay. And we're just gonna track your 
uh, strength and muscle mass. Okay. And just see, chart it. We're going to give you like a placebo, blah, 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 all this right. crap, right? And the other group, they gave 210 grams a day of, of ricotta test. cheese. Okay. Okay. And, test. <laughs> and yep. the ricotta cheese group, unquestionably, Happy, um, happier, <laughs> gained strength and muscle mass. Wow. They said, so this is an exact quote. These results suggest that adding ricotta cheese to the habitual diet is a promising dietetic strategy that may improve the markers of sarcopenia in subjects without a pronounced loss of ASMM or sarcopenia. Sorry now, can you tell us about that, G? What is it in ricotta cheese, Dad? Well, I, all right. So th- this is uh, this is when I this is kind of like when bro science meets context. Yeah, bro meets, science meets um delicious the cultural <laughs> anthropology of words. All right. Okay. I was under the impression that like um, ricotta cheese is like a Italian regional version of cottage cheese. Right, yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Right. Yep. Um, that they're they're cousins. Correct. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I've always believed that cottage cheese is one of the most underrated inter- protein sources in existence right. in terms of um, protein per gram mm-hmm. and in terms of uh, how economical it can be. Right. Yep. And, you know, uh, depending on the individual, some people dis- think it's disgusting, but, you know, if you mix it with fresh fruit and whatnot, it's uh, it's a pleasure, yeah. and it's very easy to eat a good amount of it. A uh, typical 16-ounce container of ricotta cheese does, like, 52 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a two-cup joint, but, like, you don't even have to eat that in one sitting. Let's right. say you just ate half of that or you eat it over the course of the day. A lot of protein, you could often get them on sale for two two fifty a piece. I always come back to the bank, big on a budget bank for the buck stuff, <laughs> right. but it's relevant, right? right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the the one thing, cottage cheese is loaded with casein protein. Mm. Right. So casein protein being the constituent of milk is sort of like uh, weighs. Uh, it's like a IV drip of protein. It, it is, right. <laughs> so it's the slower digesting version of, a uh, slower digesting uh, constituent of milk protein, uh, the um, yin two ways yang. Mm. Right. Um, and uh, cottage cheese is loaded with it. So um, cottage cheese is a, like an ultra efficient um you know healthy economical protein right. source and ricotta cheese i'm assuming is simply just a different version of cottage right. cheese right and I what's interesting that like they didn't like have everyone like go train for like 4 months right. it's just what happens is you, you when know. you get to that age you lose of the course, muscle of course and so it, for the people that were eating the ricotta cheese they were they were mm. maintaining and slightly gaining their muscle whereas the other group was naturally declining Right, so it like it slows and slightly reverses the. So rate. you said regatta cheese ends. Cottage cheese. Cottage yeah, cheese. I mean, it, it is they're, like they're a cottage co- they're cheese. Ba- to yeah. me, as I see it, they're cousins. Yeah. So it's it's the same kind of and raviolis. I like ravioli and all of its cousins across ethnicities. So true. (laughs) So true. I was all I was hearing while Sko was reading this was just a cosign for me to eat stuffed shells and ravioli every other meal. To me, like that's I'm like. So you're telling me (laughs) it's in my best interest to eat ricotta cheese. Well, all right. So along those same lines, um, in my uh, encounters with various. sort of knowledgeable and um, resourceful individuals in our subculture. Hmm. I've come across people who've used um, the avocado to Hmm. add texture and creaminess to a protein shake on top of all the superfood elements that an avocado brings, right? The fact that it's sort of mild in flavor uh, will allow it to add those um, 
mouthfeel elements yes. to to a shake, creamy shake, right? Yeah. To a shake without uh, overwhelming the flavor at all. I've also heard of ricotta cheese used in that way. Well, yes, uh, our hmm. friend. Uh, I don't. Our I don't know. Is that propri- new- Is that proprietary? Oh. Uh, it- uh, no, I don't know. I was thinking about that, but yes, I know that we're going. We have uh, friends, yep. ca- friends of the uh, friends of the cast, friends of yes. the brand. Yep, who uh, have a renowned shake dispensary. Yes, and that is one of the ingredients. It's awful, and I love it. No, it's just. It's actually great. It's wonderful. There's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just heat up a spoon. I didn't say that. Heat up a spoon it. with her goat cheese uh, in it and inject it right into my veins. I want some stuffed shells right Dude, now. You know what I've been doing? And I don't know if it's nutritionally good and dense. Right. Imitation anyway. crab meat. Interesting. You know what's interesting? I know Skull's had a hankering for the imitation crab meat in his day. I have. I have gone through phases of it. Yes. <laughs> um, as it can definitely I. like taste wise and everything, and like, and if you're looking at just the like nutritional aspect of, of it, like it. it's low fat, it's high protein, yep. like all that's Ooh. good. It's got some carbs and What's salt. What's kind of yeah. pushed me off of it over the years is like Uh-oh. the fish sources for it. Mm. I'm not so confident. White that, fish, cod, snail, yeah, escargot, it's, it's not even remnants. cod. It's another fish that's like tilapia. Well, I mean, bottom feeder. We'll bullshit. get the tilapia in a second. Mm. I don't want to ruin foods for people, mm. but you know that's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, we gave you a positive to yeah, eat. Yeah, We're gonna cheese. So yeah. tilapia, right? Well, all right. So just to but just to cut you yeah, off, yeah. just to set the table for tilapia, <clears throat> at a distance, right. right? Tilapia seems bang for the buck. Bang for the buck. Hold on, just I'm saying at a distance, yep. not knowing any of the backstory. At a distance, right? It seems. Um, economical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems uh, like a good protein source. Right. That's also low in fat. Right. And also, it's a, a fish that's mild tasting, able to be seasoned nicely. Yep. Depending on how you prepare it, it's one of the easier fish to eat. All of that is absolutely true. And again, just like the uh, imitation crab, in nutritionally, yeah. great numbers all yeah. across the board. Like. N- Great go-to affordable fish, right? There's a lot of bodybuilders yeah. who, who diet with tilapia. I know. And then there's a ton others, of people. And then Skull's going to get to the reason that there's others who have outright rejected it. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that it made it into the culture in that aspect. Okay, but I have a follow-up. You say, say okay. your part, and then I have a follow-up question to it. So I'll explain like where I got this from too, and like why I believe in it. So, God, you're going to ruin this for me. Why are you a big tilapia guy? My mom used else? to always make tilapia with like the breadcrumbs and everything, and yeah. you get in like. Is this in, inherent to tilapia in a way that like your mom's tilapia you should have not? No, liked no, no. It? Just because it's affordable. But just the Same industry, thing with the crab meat. Well, that's the thing. Affordable is a key thing, right? And like you'll notice, you go to a lot of restaurants, right? Like, and I'm not talking like this isn't like a snobby thing at all. Like just your run of the mill restaurant. More times than not, like tilapia is like the fish. Like if there's fish, fish tacos, tacos, yeah, it's either cod or tilapia. A lot of times it's tilapia. You'll see that at a diner. You'll see it like, you know what I mean? Like it's just a go-to affordable fish. Um, and I used to work in like a seafood restaurant. And one of the chefs there worked in like 100 seafood restaurants and like orders the food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like had been around the block and like knows everything about it. And he's like, he, he like told me one day, he's like, we won't do tilapia here. We'll never sell tilapia anywhere I work. Let me tell you about the tilapia industry. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Because I was, like, saying, yeah, I, instead of tuna sometimes, I'll change it up. Even sure. make, like, a tilapia salad, you know, like, sure. different different things. Fish tacos. Yep. And he said, like, 99.9% of the tilapia that anyone can buy is 
farm raised, whether it says so or not, and the conditions in which it's farmed raised, that like the vast majority of tilapia that comes into the U.S. market is coming from like China puddles of feces in China. Like just, they're just cooked in the worst conditions and exported in mass, and that like. You couldn't eat a worse. You couldn't come from worse conditions right, right. than tilapia right, in the United States. Right. He said, like, anything you hear about like beef with antibiotics, like the worst protein source Ugh. is tilapia. Right. And so ever since then, now look, it's a guy I trusted. He knows what he's of talking course. about. Like, and t- he, no, I mean, I, and I, rarely do you find like a chef in a restaurant who actually cares about the customers. Normally, they're like, I don't care where this came from. It's a dollar a pound. I'm right. serving sure. it. Mm-hmm. He refused to do it, and so I always took that. He seemed like a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I took it to heart, and ever since then, once I heard that, it's a really tough thing yeah, to get sure. past, to be like, oh, maybe he's wrong. No, like, it just, it immediately my mind made it unappetizing. Right, you know? and I mean, so the, the, I guess you kind of covered my follow-up question. My follow-up question is that you'll find it on menus. Oh, yeah. And I wonder, is that also from the same source? Oh, yeah, no, that's okay. what, I mean, like, it's... it's so there is a really wild-caught tilapia. It's, he said that it's like a lobbyist thing and that like, it's been so watered down and like he learned over the years, like where things really come from. He had, I think he had been to China. If I, this is like six or seven years ago. So it's been a long time since I've. I go into a place now, and if it's fish tacos with tilapia, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't same, do it. Same thing. See, and that's like, it's, it's wild. And it's like one of those things, too, because I see, you know, like shrimp are often farm raised. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, it's you really have to pay attention when you go to the store and try to figure out what, you know, obviously you want wild-caught salmon, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, you know. There's two schools of thought. And the farm-raised stuff, what, what you're wondering is like, you know, because it's, again, it comes back, in a lot of ways, all this stuff comes back to class and classism and, uh, you know, how economical things are. It's like, in a lot of these instances, it's more and more cost prohibitive to be able to buy the wild-caught fish. Well, here's the thing, too, that, like, there has been interesting stuff going on. Like, farm-raised is not necessarily bad. When, when it relates to fish, not necessarily No, bad. because okay. farm-raised is sustainable. Okay. And so if it's like in a in good conditions, right, sure. so it's condi- it can be better than going out into the ocean, casting a wide net, catching 30 dolphins in it, right. rot, killing all the fish in an area, and then all the native people there, their right, right, sure. livelihood's sure, gone. Sure, sure. Like it can be devastating. Right, right. Then you mess up the whole ecosystem, everything. That ate that fish is now dying. So like, condition of the farm. Condition of the sense. farm. Sure. Right. So like, are there, here's a question for you. So are there like um, ethical um, with health in mind Fish farms? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. And in good conditions and with that in mind, like to be sustainable. And it's also like as cheap. Right. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's, there's an economic incentive sometimes right. to do the right thing. Right, right. But that's why you really have to look at the country from which the farm raised right. product is coming from. Okay. Like there's been a lot of things in the last couple of years where uh, our government in the United States has deregulated forcing countries to label where meat and fish come from right and so now there's a flood of meat and fish coming into america and it's impossible to ascertain where it came from right and so that's why it's like really tough so i don't necessarily have like an answer you know i I, it's so overwhelming at a certain point that you kind of have to just like you know Oh, I'll pay a couple extra bucks oh, when I can I for a better oh, of meat. Of course, of course. You know what I mean? Like air chilled and organic yeah, yeah. and course. like. Oh. Well, let me ask you this, Mark Bernardi. Yeah. Are you going to take a cheap pre-workout or are you going to take one that you would trust? 
Hey, look, I, th- I think there's affordable, trustworthy pre-workouts out there. Yep. Of which I would say Vice, for me, you know, like I, I'm, I'm at a scoop and a half a day. So I'm getting like 30 servings and uh, it makes my month. But are you going to take the tilapia pre-workout or are you going to take the fucking is it, ahi is it, tuna? Which is it, is, was it made in, the, in your pocket farm? Yes. <laughs> Um, no, and along those lines, I got, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you guys saw on Instagram, I posted the 87% organic yeah, fucking product. Yeah, that was weird. Like, that's a thing Percentages now? 87% burrito? Organic. Like, if it's something... Right. <laughs> literally, I was like... So, 78%, I think was the number, right? 78% of the ingredients yeah. were organic. Right. But 22% were not. Yeah, I mean... At least they're I honest. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that... <laughs> for all I know, every ingredient in it was right, right. like pseudo-organic. Right, 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 sure. You know? I don't know how the, the legality of that works. I try to like have a breakfast burrito in my freezer, and maybe I'll have like one every six weeks. Just to have a quick something. Can I, can, I, can, I, food. can I take a moment to uh, provide some of my uh, jingoist prejudices do it and uh, my obvious ethnocentrism go for it okay so like as i see it in in many instances right um and uh, what i'm saying is like i don't know if this is right and i don't know if this is a fucked up bias of mine or i don't know if it's like a strange prejudicial baggage that i bring to this conversation okay and i it could be applied to a hundred other things right but for some reason i apply it to this right in many instances and i think it's very true we're now in a global economy yep and in many ways, right? Like I, I've heard it described that China's the China's the factory, mm-hmm. and America's the store. Right. Right. Makes so sense. you make the stuff in China and you sell it in America, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way the global economy is now. And like I'm cool with that, right? It's all good. Mm-hmm. But I have a weird thing in my head when it comes to food. Right. Yeah. And when when I know that food's coming from the Far East, particularly the furthest place, particularly on Earth. <laughs> China, yeah. particularly China, and my impression of their regulations there with regard to food especially food that they're going to ship over here for whatever reason to this conversation i bring this concern where i'm like oh china yeah shit no kidding you know no kidding i I'm mean like they've had that. they i've seen um like you know real articles right. of like meat in china right that is dyed and flavored to look right. like beef it's right. not beef right right Oof. and they serve it in restaurants yeah, yeah. there and it's not beef, but right. it's seasoned. They soak it and dye and seasoning for like three days and oh, turn so miscellaneous material. So, foul. so you think it's beef? Right. That, <laughs> all passes all the tests. Right. And God knows what the hell's in it. So my know? line Two is shots. my line is kind of drawn <laughs> in certain ways. No, you're right. You should be thinking that way. But you know, at the same time, it's just one of those things. I don't know. It's one of those things because. Uh, he, he, I, I, there's constituents of everything that we consume that comes from all over the world. So you're just sitting there trying to figure out like what is or isn't acceptable in 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 your food, and it's like and you look you at know. the health of the people in America. Like, is our food? No, I know. Like course. you know, like anything mass produced in this country, processed. Right. I mean, even like Purdue chicken, like you know what I mean. Like the just run of the mill right. average product right, that right. those companies make, like you're getting right. something bad for you in some way. And what I'm admitting, right? <laughs> and what I'm sitting here admitting too is that like, and and all of those products are made with constituents from products that are sourced all over yep. the world. And I'm right. sitting here and I'm saying like, okay, like I, I sit here, I'm just trying to assess my own uh, like attitudes and why I have them. Mm-hmm. But like, so like. Um, like I'll sit here and I'll say, oh, well, that thing comes from South America or Europe 
mm-hmm. or New Zealand, oh, it's high quality. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I don't fucking know. You grass, know? I mean, grass-fed like, New Zealand uh, beef. Well, you know, but you, and you think in some instances that's probably fair. If you went nation by nation and the regulations that they apply, and then you know, but then like, what's their trade? Their you know, what's their trade deal with America for importing and exporting? Yeah. And you know, you just don't really know. I don't think know? like it's. I mean, I guess it's bias, but it's like it's factual bias. Right, right, like, right. Like, there's nothing wrong with being biased against something That's bad. if your bias is true. Right, right, like, right of course. China is known for producing, uh, you know, yeah. some things that are cheap. Right, of and course. And so, you know, that's why you have to test things but and, and work with... But in a lot of instances, with... that's too... In a lot of instances, that can be to the advantage of the consumer, Of right? course. No, I mean, you have to weigh it. Like, we... All the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I keep we, that in mind. We take steps to know... Um, like, you know, we've tested our supplements and our products for right. being, having certain, uh, you know, things that, that, like California passed a certain law, right? right? And right, it's right. like, there could be a certain thing in this product because it was made in China. And so right. you're fined if you sell it, you have to label it in California. Right, right. And we saw that and we had both of Rise and Vice tested and we know that, California the, that our is, supplements is are special. clean. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where no matter what, um, no matter the source of any of your ingredients in your products background and whatnot like in california it can be dicey right like the, regulation. they talk about the california yeah. regulations on the situation where like you go to starbucks and there's a warning at starbucks that pro- products that uh, are sold here are shown to cause you know very cancer and various yeah. illnesses it could have and trace amounts of lead right. that can cause this 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 and this this and this well this. that 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 prop oh, is wait, it prop what? 64 65 Okay, that that regulation in California basically it talks about traces of heavy metals that it could potentially be in everything, everything, and <laughs> anything how, that's made from anything, and how they can <laughs> yeah. and how they can impact somebody's health. But like the truth of the matter is like essentially anything that comes from the earth has heavy metals and minerals and trace amounts of that stuff in yep. it. So like technically like a potato, yeah, <laughs> would, right. would count. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the, under that that sort of uh, that sort of mandate and that sort of regulation, like a potato, would perhaps be suspect. a golden potato. Yeah, perhaps <clears throat> a golden potato or a red potato or any potato yeah. or anything else that comes from the earth or eats stuff that comes from the earth. It's like, well, shit. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough to be able to do to do the due diligence. You know, like we do it with what we're doing of because course. of, you know, our role in the process. Well, but course. as a consumer, right. how do you go into a supermarket and do that tedious amount of research for every product in your shopping cart? Well, of course. And the like supp- it's not realistic. So if there's and the sell- supplement industry being the Wild West that it is, one of the reasons that the regulations are so important and then the manufacturing processes are so important, the, the GMPs that you, I'm sure you've heard people say yeah. people say or see on labels, good manufacturing processes, what, what goes on there is that each ingredient is tested for safety. Right. So that when you are taking a product, you know that the ingredients that are in it are, are safe for your consumption. I mean, transparent label or formula. And, it's important. You know, it's, uh, that's why we do that kind of thing. But no, I don't think your bias is wrong because... It's to be better safe than sorry. Yep. And you, like, people can know us. Like, it's not like we're Purdue Foods. You know what I mean? Yep, like, yep. they know us. They trust us. They can rely on our products. If you look at the 100 items in your shopping cart, like, yep. how well do you know those companies? You don't know what, you know, yep. uh, Nabisco is using to make 
their products like yeah. god knows mm. the, the chemicals that are in like a uh, you know a nutter butter which is delicious Don't right i love it i mean we've talked about it on the cast before right but like uh there is some weird ingredient that's in breakfast cereal right, right. that like is still in breakfast cereal and like it's like something that's used uh, as a pesticide or some shit like that, or or something that's used as like a varnish or Scott's something. Scott's turf builder. Something crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Scott's turf builder in your Cheerios, <laughs> and it's like fucking crazy. Yeah, like, but, the, like the yoga mat. The, it was just, subway it was just recently. It was just recently where Tara's reading this thing to me, and she's like. We probably shouldn't buy this cereal or that cereal anymore because it's got this stuff in it, and everybody knows that it's got this stuff in it. So how can we keep feeding it to the girls? And I'm like, well, shit. We well, it's can't. like, dude, I love Mountain Dew, right? But I, anytime I have one now, which I've like limited to two or three a year instead of three or four cases a day, right. like, <laughs> dude, I used to like get like my mom come home from the supermarket with, like a twelve pack of Mountain a Dew, twelver, and I drink it in an hour, no problem. The Dew. You like know what's I crazy? guzzle, speed guzzle. Yeah, Think about all the shit that we ate growing up, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like shit. But yeah, everybody yeah, always well, says. But to now me it's all shit. educational. And, but everybody <laughs> says to me that the shit that we ate, the quality of the shit was better. Right, like yeah, Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. No, my grandparents said they're, they're like, you know, yeah. they give me like I'd love SpaghettiOs. Right. Oh, look, I come from an old school traditional fucking Italian family, but I did, I, when I was four, I wanted SpaghettiOs. Right, of course. And that, like the SpaghettiOs, then my grandma's like, "Well, what was in them then? It's not what's in them now, right, even right, yeah, yeah. in like a twenty-five year period." Right. You know? I mean, you used to talk about all that stuff. You talk about like uh, soda, and how the soda that we grew up with, they did, hadn't switched to high fructose corn syrup yet. And right, there's yeah, like yeah. another thing too, right? Like degrees, right? So like we sit here and we talk about it. It's like, all right, well, like there's degrees like for the shit that I'll buy for the babies. Like mm -hmm. best case scenario, you're getting them organic, right? But that's often incredibly expensive, right? So then it's natural, right? And in and like if it comes, let's like think about juice. So like if you can get an organic juice or natural juice, awesome, right? Always, I would get a hundred percent juice as opposed to like a juice drink, mm -hmm. because a juice drink is is basically juice plus flavoring and and sugar high added and, is a big and usually thing, high man. fructose corn syrup added and all that. So it's like all right, well, like so I don't ever buy that. But like a lot of the time, so like the hundred percent juices, what they are is they're concentrates, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the concentrates are created all around the world. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna yeah. have to look at your thing and see like where what's the source of that right. apple juice, right? What and kind of like, what happened to that apple before it was right. concentrated? It's fucking crazy, you know. And, it's and like, what was these in the, the soil? That's those are the things you know. It's like those are the things you're thinking about, and it's like you know. And don't get me wrong, like we drink concentrated juice, you know. Basically, what's what's hundred percent juice that's been concentrated and then re constituted and diluted and it's like you know we drink that shit in our house all the time but it's like you know you're trying to make these smarter decisions and buy yeah. stuff it's that's tough man less shit you know even organic what it means where it's like 10 years ago that definitely yeah, yeah. like even see 87 percent organic yep. that's like me saying to you like here's a cupcake yeah it's only 13 percent poison right right what's weird you know. well, the weird thing is with trans fats yeah why is it that trans fats are turning people transgender? It's a good question. Trans vegan. Trans veganism. Trans veganism. Trans veganism is rampant. But like the trans fats, right? Like that's that's like one of the things that we get into. And it's like <laughs> I sit here and I try to like, um, you know, like we we've had a conversation before about uh, the positive benefits of fats. And then, like, um, saturated fats and how good they can be for hormone production and that sort of stuff, yeah. right? And then you're looking at, like, all right, what's the source of those saturated fats? And it's right. like, okay, can you get grass-fed butter, grass-fed dairy, or, you know, 
stuff that's less processed? Can you get meat that's of higher quality? Because the fats in there, the fats in the higher quality sources of food um, will be better and, you know, more beneficial for your health and hormone production and all that stuff, right? Um, but, like, trans fats, right, are oftentimes, like, processed fats, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in, in the same way that, like, you know, you're trying to stay away from Crisco, Right. You're trying to stay away from Crisco, oh, yes. just like you're trying to stay away from high fructose corn syrup. Canola and if you had a choice oils. between, uh, like, cane sugar and high fructose corn syrup, right. your body's used to processing cane sugar. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's the same argument they make for artificial sweeteners. It's like, well, your body knows what to do with sugar. It doesn't know what to do with this chemical. Right. And it's like... It, it, it's, I think it's, quantity it's has a big thing to course, do with it. Like, you know, and then now, like, sugar's addictive. So, yeah. like, there's different things to consider. I've... So you know yeah, uh, yeah, Eugene, yeah. yeah, sure, old friend of mine who's like yeah. played a little pro basketball, like awesome athlete, entrepreneur, but he, yeah, and he's like, I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, I'm in the best shape. He's our age. He's like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I weigh, I'm like the same weight I was like freshman year playing in college. Like I've never felt better. I'm like, wow. I'm like, what did you change? Like yada yada yada. I mean, he's always he's crazy active to begin with, but he's like, he cut sugar out as much as he could out of his diet. And just said, like, a couple weeks in, he never felt better. Mm-hmm. Like, he wow. hasn't felt that good in a long time. Wow. So I've been, I've had that in the back of my mind as I've been, like, grocery shopping and looking just at everything I put in the cart, right? right? And it's like, now, man, I am like, if I see sugar added, anything where it says, like, sugar added, right. I'm immediately, like, not trusting the company. Right. Like, I understand how important flavor right. is, but I'm like, I don't need sugar added to juice and right, things. Right, right. Like, I don't need... And it's startling to me. I'm like, God, I don't even, I don't even like consume a lot of like sweet stuff. Right, right, right. And it's startling to me how much sugar was in my diet. Now look, you you hold up rise right to right. look, and I asked yeah. you a couple yeah, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, talk to me because there's like what less than three grams of sugar right. like in a serving of rice. Right. And I'm like, I made the decision then. I'm like, you know, like three grams of sugar right. when I'm getting BCAAs and right, EAAs right. and getting like multivite. Like that's where I want. To ha- if I'm going to have a sugar right. budget that right. I spend every day, that's what I want to spend it on. I don't want it because there's like four grams of sugar in like a piece of bread. Right, right. Like that you wouldn't even, you're thinking like, yeah. oh, I got a whole grain piece of toast, but it's got four grams of sugar in it. Right. There's so many things that sugar are buried in. And yeah, like, yeah. we all knew that. And I knew that before I focused on it more the last couple of weeks, but like, Man, I must have been consuming like an extra 40, 50 grams of sugar they every day realize. that I like I and I'm like not having dessert. Right. Like, sure. and, I'm, like, and I'm not and I'm drinking water that it's hiding in places in your in your yeah, diet. It's just buried in these products. Yeah. Uh it's it's crazy to me. So, I'm on like this light sugar train. Good. I'm going to stay on it. I actually like think I've lost like a couple pounds that I in, right. in areas where I wanted to. Right. Just since I did it, since I started, without changing much of anything else. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I got some crazy virus going on. But other than that, oh, I'm shit. feeling, like, good physically. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I'm going to try the no, the low sugar train for a little while. Yeah, know? no, I mean, I you know, I try to avoid unnecessary sugars in my diet when, when I, I can. I feel like it's like a, a bellwether of what the product is. Right, of course. Four grams of added sugar right. to it. Like, right. well, wait, what's the motive here? Right. Make me just think it tastes good. Right. But you're not looking out for the nutrition of the product. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's true. And I, I think like, you know, um, 
so like it's it's different. It's it's got to be a case by case thing because right. I you know I I'm not the type who's opposed to carbohydrates or or even sugar in general. Right. It's where is it coming from and why is it there? Right. You know what I mean. So like that's that's case by case. Like I you know like I have breakfast every day and you know I'll usually get whether you know it's eggs and oats and there'll be no sugar at all in any of that yeah. but i'll have fruit with it right so my the fruit the fruit yeah, there's, no, that's there's, not bad. Yeah. so the fruit yeah. the, the sugar that i'm getting is from fruit and i'm fine with that right mm-hmm. i don't want to be getting sugar in my oatmeal too yeah you know what i mean exactly. that's that's the thing so yeah. it's like let me get the sugar from the place where i want the sugar to come from as opposed to uh, it added in right. places that are unnecessary right you know and then there's other instances where you enter into this this Agreement, whatever you want to call it, you enter into this arrangement, and you right. know that there's going to be sugar there. Or you have a you know bowl of cereal. Odds are there's going to be sugar in that. Yep. So it's well, at least you know going in that that's part of what you're at. You're of course. Eating here. But no, the I want to save it for when and when I I'm, can pull that trigger and like, all right, I'm enjoying the sugar. Well, I'm right. enjoying the treat. And if I'm like, eating this fruit, I know there's sh- there's sugar in fruit. Right. What you, your argument is, if I'm eating this source of nutrients. Why is there all the sugar added to it where I didn't right. want it? And I and it's un, and as I see it at least at a distance, it's not necessary. Why? Right. And a here? lot of fruit, like there's fruits out there that ha- they add sugar, they sweeten things. Oh, like, sure, of course. To make because th- the reason we have an obesity crisis is because of sugar sure. and fat, sure, and salt. You know what I mean? Like all the sodium, all the sugar, all the fat, and so many of our processed foods. Processed those are foods. addictive. Yeah, like yeah. when you see, you know, like some. A lot of people like to make fun of somebody who's like overweight and everything. Like you see somebody like overweight, like at a rest stop, just going down. There's a reason they sell three liters of soda. It's because the two liters not. Right, right, sure. And you don't just start on day one drinking a three liter of soda. It's like any other addiction. Right. That's just constantly fed until it's out of control, and that's where, like, as a country, you know, as a country, we are the guy at the rest stop drinking the three liters. Well, since we're talking about food, since we're talking about food, yeah. Um, one of the topics that I, I brought to the table today that I was thinking about was, um, well, I have two food, two food topics, but one's, food more, cast, one's more, <laughs> one's more related to, uh, exactly what we're talking about right now. Okay. And that is, um, my recent excursion to Aldi. Oh, yes. How is Aldi? And I don't know who out there shops, um, at Aldi or who has shopped at Aldi, but, um, Aldi has recently, uh undergone a bit of a facelift and i i remember uh being at an aldi years ago and i likened it to being at a in a marketplace in bangladesh right (laughs) right where i felt like i should have a machete on me and uh you know that there might be somebody selling live chickens right right um and it just it had that vibe to it it was like almost this weird like european it was like a european third world market (laughs) at the same time um but they recently uh, underwent this facelift, um, and I think it's more of like a, a, it's much more than a facelift. I think it's behind the scenes in terms of their mission statement as right. a brand. But they're um, selling, the vast majority of their products are natural and organic yep. products. Yep. And um, so, like, you know, they've made, s- I think, movements in the direction of promoting higher quality food yep. uh, choices. But the interesting thing about that place is that um, there you get a lot of bang for the buck. You do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's house brand stuff, so it depends on how much you care about that. And, yeah. you know, that's probably case by case, too, where it's this item or that item you wanted from this specific brand that you like and trust. Yeah. 
in other instances, you might not give a shit. Right. So um, I was at Aldi the other day, and uh, I decided to document it on Instagram what I was able to get at Aldi. Um, just that. just yeah. walking through, and it, it wasn't like I necessarily had a game plan. I was just picking up a couple of things I needed. And in the process of doing so, I was sort of astounded by how much value I got. So uh, just wandering through Aldi and grabbing a couple of items, I picked up six 16-ounce containers of liquid egg whites. Which hmm. I don't know if any of you guys buy liquid egg whites, but they yep. can be quite pricey. Yep. Um, each one of those was a dollar sixty nine. Wow. Right. Which you can easily see them from anywhere from two forty nine to three forty nine. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Dollar sixty nine for each of those. I got um, a half gallon of the D- organic DHA enhanced uh, omega three two percent milk. Half gallon of that. A jar of natural peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And a pound of organic grass-fed 85-15 ground beef. Oh. Okay? So, uh, six 16-ounce containers of liquid egg whites, half gallon of omega-3 organic 2% milk, a pound of grass-fed ground beef, and a jar of natural peanut butter. And I got change for a $20 bill. 1987. <laughs> awesome. $19.87 yeah. for that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Like, that was remarkable. It's awesome. So, so now, like, I'm... In the, back, in the back of my mind, like, you know, I still go to ShopRite. I have an Acme that's incredibly close to me, uh, so there's a, la- a layer of convenience to it, even yep. though I feel like it's probably, on average, maybe 15% more expensive than ShopRite is and less and has less great, uh, <clears throat> less uh, variety, less right. uh, deep in inventory and choices per, you know, um, item as a ShopRite would. But... Um, I've now added Aldi into the places that I will frequent, and I because I feel like you have an opportunity to get a lot of really quality stuff and save money in doing so. I feel like it's like an awesome, it's like the perfect supplemental grocery yes, store. I think that's fair. It depends on what their deals are yeah. week to week. I go in there not to do like ten days worth of grocery shopping. Right. I go in there like let's see what little things they have. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. spend like twenty five bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna get a ton for that twenty five yeah, yeah. bucks, but they might have like. Five bags of beef jerky for seven fifty, right, and it's right. like you know something yeah. that would normally cost you four times the amount yeah. that week. You can piecemeal those <clears throat> things together, and end up with like like you said, man, like good change for a twenty yeah, cut yeah. type of store, I and you end shocked. up with like awesome items. I was shocked to get all that for, for less yeah. than twenty bucks. They said the best thing to get at Aldi is the salsa and the tortilla chips. Interesting. Wow. I haven't bought either, but I will next time for sure. How about that? And your it. and your oils, coconut, olive. Okay. Mm. Yes. Cereal. Coconut, definitely. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. We should shoot what a video. We should do a said? video. In Let's Aldi. do an Aldi video. Let's do it. I mean, they said the, the top things to get, they said the salsa and tortilla chips are like right. their thing. Then you said oils. And what was the last Coconut, thing? Coconut, olive, uh, peanut butter, and cereal. Okay. See, I didn't buy cereal yet, and I think that I will try to do that. Well, they, what made me think of that was when Tara was telling me about. The shit that was right. in Honey Nut Cheerios and stuff. Oh, and I was like, yeah. shit, okay. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And I thought to myself, hmm. Because, you know, because when you all of a sudden, when you're paying six bucks for a box of cereal and shit, which can sometimes happen when you get, like, get the, you know, like the, the, the more yuppie organic brands, it made me think to myself, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder what the cereal options look like at Aldi. Yeah. So next time I go there, I'm going to go with that in mind. Nice. Yeah. But that's a dope store. It's a dope store. And Does it's yours got... have like the maze portion? That, like, yes. So you have no choice but yes, to walk yes, yes. through You got to go through aisles. the snake. Yeah. 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 You kind of, yes. At least 
when you first walk in, yes. It's and not, it's like out yeah. of order. It's not out of order. There's no order to it in that they're just like, okay, these are the thousand products yeah. we're putting in the snake maze yeah, yeah. that you're going to walk it's past and look at. sectioned a little bit strangely. Yeah. Um, it's like, wait, gummy bears is they don't have to... Ba- they don't have bags. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't, don't have, have bags, bags right? So you have to bring your right. BYOB. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dude, yeah, or that, they have boxes there sometimes, so you can just fill up a box. So like, so Kaylee so loves Aldi, like she's long way. loved it. Oh, okay, like, awesome. when There's one not far from where we live, yeah. so I'm like, she's like, oh, can you stop there? I like, grab other things. I'm like, sure, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But I had like not really been to one or yeah, like yeah. not noticed. <laughs> you were overwhelmed. The three times I'd been there, I was with her, yeah, yeah. so I didn't even think to bring back. You were there with the seasoned veteran, <laughs> who could, who could, a guide who could walk you through it. <laughs> Dude, I get to the car. I got yeah, like a full cart of yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Get to the checkout line. They're scanning the whole thing. Yeah. And then, like, the cart's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now what do I and do? And I don't have bags. Yeah. No bags. Sure. No sure, bags. Sure, I'm just sure. sitting there like, well, wait, what do I do in this situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude? I'd, like, go to, I went to, like, a Dollar Tree next door and got, right, like, right. St- I'm like, this isn't work, work the way you planned it, yeah, Aldi. Yeah. And it's my bed, but, you know, I can't stack, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. $80 worth of groceries up and, like, balance them. And right. <laughs> Aldi and Trader Joe's are same owner. Well, yeah, I see that makes Aldi? sense. Same owner. That makes sense because oh, I, I was yeah, going to explain go. that I feel like Aldi is or Aldi, however you say it, Aldi is a, has one foot in Trader Joe's world and yep. one foot in like Costco. Yep. Or or Sam's Definitely or agree. that kind yep. of place, BJ's, whatever those wholesale clubs. It almost so feels like, like it could be like the Trader Joe's section of a Costco. Right. Right. You know, exactly. like if they That's had fair. a little. Yeah. You if know. Trader Joe's and uh, Costco uh, had made, a baby, made a, made a corporate baby. <laughs> That's what it would, it would be, Aldi. But it, it's interesting that they're owned by the same company. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Makes sense. That. Yeah, some German company called Albrecht Discounts. It, it, oh, it's German? Okay, it's, it's clean. For Stad German? German? It feels Greg German. Greg It feels German. <laughs> Greg Bias. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. Greg hates the Chinese. Oh, it's not true. Going down the worm. Stuff. Not Greg true says. at all. A $12. All God's children. Of course, of course. And all of its relatives and ethnicities. A $12 bottle of Aldi store brand gin won a silver medal at this national competition. See, I don't think wow. mine has booze. That's probably a state by Yeah, state. I haven't seen booze in mine either. Yeah. Booze. You could be boozing at Aldi. You could be boozing at Aldi. <laughs> got you got to go through the beaded curtain. <laughs> got shit housed and then drank some coconut oil. <laughs> Walking around Aldi hammered. We're going to get wa- shwasted. Wow. And go to either Aldi or Aldi. Hey. And then we'll be right back. Let's okay. get some sushi. What's up, everybody? This is Sko for G-Code Nutrition and for the squad. It is Grovember. Happy Grovember 1st. Tis the season for growth. And in that veins, we present to you the 2018 G-Code Grovember shirt. Long sleeve militant green with get your weight up on the back. The fly G-Code logo on the front. Plus, every person who orders that shirt... While supplies last, you will get a free 15-serving solo tub of the all-new Cherry Swole of Ice. It is banging. There's a lot of debate over what the best flavor of ice is out of the six new flavors. Cherry, for me, is amazing. It is right there with lemon and lime. Um, It's really tough for me to pick, but 
Uh, I think you're going to be blown away. So get your weight up, get your shirt on, get your Grovember on. We're going to have a lot coming to you this month for Grovember. All kinds of cool shit in the pipeline to help you add some mass to uh, make yourself stronger, make yourself feel better. All kinds of growth, inside and out. That's the idea. Um, so check that out. Head to gcodenutrition.com. We got Invincible Ice Tea Rise. We got Code Orange Rise. We got the Tri Chambers of Vice. We got Fresh Apparel. So go find one of our athletes. Use their promo code. Head to our website. Get your shit going. Um, gear up for the holiday season. You know, you got you to gotta protect yourself. We got the long sleeve. We got the Vice. We got it going for you. Grovember, baby. And now, back to the cast. And we are be back. back. I wish I had a cup of coffee now. In retrospect, mm. I'm like, fuck. That does sound nice good. A warm beverage right now. Mm. I, I am. I do have a, a, a 40 ounce tankard full of iced tea rise, though. I'm here Pretty to much at all I'm times. Here to ding. Oh, Pretty yeah. much at all times. Pretty much at all times. I'm sipping. Do you hear any lugging of drinking too? I got a. Uh, Let me. I got you. a juggernaut here. Let me hear you drink. That sounds like you're drinking from a fucking water cooler. That's right. Straight from the tap, baby. <laughs> Sko just picks up a, a five-gallon, the five-gallon refill jugs, and he just drinks <laughs> that. that he walks around that with that intro workout. Should we just continue to talk about food? I got a food thing. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I got yeah. a food thing. I, the loyal listeners out there, if they it's can't like, yeah. do like an hour and a half of straight food, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're listening to the wrong food. Well, yeah, thing. but there was stuff that bitch. we were talking about health there. Oh, yeah, food no, I mean, sourcing. Yeah, it's all connected. This is more like a, just like a, 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 a random observation I had. So then I went into, I stepped back and I went into like the cultural anthropology of it all, and I thought about it like from a, a, a like a world citizen of the world perspective. Okay. So it was the kind of thing that Skull might call a burgerception or a meatception. There's okay. some meat craft going on, right? Or meat craft. Got the meat sweats just listening. But what what I was thinking about, right? And in, in my notes, in my notes, it's simply defined as bacon, see. cheeseburger, whoa, mind fuck. Okay. <laughs> whoa. whoa. All right. So here's what I was thinking about, right? And then, then I was like, you down. know, thinking back to like um, Judeo-Christian roots and halal. Holy shit. <laughs> halal and kosher rules yep. and stuff, right? And the the ultimate fuckery of a bacon cheeseburger, right? And then if you add, and then if you take it to another level, how even more fucked it gets, right? So you have a bacon cheeseburger, right? Mm-hmm. You have on that bacon cheeseburger, you have beef coming from a cow, yep. okay. cheese, a cow byproduct, yep. right? And then pork on top of that. Right. So on this same roll, right? It's like a blasphemy burger. Cow, <laughs> cow, cow byproduct, yeah. and pig right and then i was thinking yo i'm known i'm known to add a fucking fried egg to a burger yeah. right so, so now you ch- have a ch- oh, unborn dude, like a, chicken byproduct a massacre guy? of right yeah. so on this fucking thing right the bacon cheeseburger with the fucking egg on it right you have cow <laughs> right cow byproduct right you have pork Jesus. from pig my fingers hurt yeah, my fingers hurt just thinking about it. And <laughs> then, and then, uh, an uh, unborn, unborn chicken. How can we all what? on the same in one bite? You're getting all of those more animals. more powerful than a turducken. We could keep going. It's more you powerful. Could, you could get some like ground like lamb and burger and like do like a sure, sure, a sure, several. Sure. You know, we could just make chorizo or something. The, what is this? The <laughs> anti-veganism. Uh, I, I just I I was stunned when I thought about it yeah. for a second. I stepped back for a second, and when I when I meant like. Uh, 
like when I mentioned kosher, halal rules oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Like there's things that can't be on the same plate. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So like there's there's rules about that. Like there is no such thing as a cheeseburger. Right, right, because the, you you can't do the byproduct with the, the yeah, actual yeah. thing. They don't do pork at all. Um, the egg and the beef can't be on the same thing, whatever, right? So there's, like, all these rules. Right. But um, when I just thought about the bacon cheeseburger with the egg on it, I'm like, holy shit, dude. It breaks every rule there is. Cow. Right? Cow byproduct. Chicken. Chicken, unborn chicken. Jesus. And pork all in one You're single roll. On in a single bite. In a single bite. On a Sunday. Wow. Right? Fucking crazy. And what about the chup? You put chup and stirred on there? Well, yeah. All right. Well, so that that's but that's that's from a. Are we talking about the souls of tomatoes? <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, you remember that dude? That's like I do remember that. You know, it's funny. It's like I'm friend. Okay, so it's like an old anecdote from like high school. Yep. A girl I went to high school with was like, "Well, you know, broccoli has an un, like a." Just barely developed nervous system kind of thing. Right. Or it was like hypothesizing how scientists thought it was possible that broccoli feels it's funny. Pain. I couldn't even remember the origins of that, whether that was you or me or had that conversation. Yeah, no, kids. I mean, so we, that was a girl you I think know, we even okay. like put it into a screenplay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's a girl I went to high school with. Okay. I, I remember her name. I might even hit her up and ask her because if she still ha- I wonder if she feelings. still believes I that. I wonder if she's, yeah. She's so, now a teacher. Wow. So I, mean, I wonder if she's spreading this gospel yes, to kids. Yes. You know, like broccoli has feelings. Look, broccoli I, I has believe feelings, that pal. like I believe that like trees have some <laughs> trees For are such sure. fucking amazing. For sure. Things that I believe they have some kind of their version of feelings. I think you're right. I don't know what the fuck that I means, right. but like I agree. They're so complex. I don't know what science going on there, and I'm gonna, I totally co-sign it. Let's okay. Totally. This will be fun. I'm gonna butcher. Something on, I saw on like a Discovery show probably okay. like 11 years ago. Okay. So I'm probably going to get this totally wrong in that's every fine. way. Cool. But here's that's the basic sentiment. Here. Yes, that's what we, <laughs> that's what we specialize in. Our expertise is lacking expertise. <laughs> um, so if you took like the leaf of a tree from the, that leaf, like the veins with, that you would see like in that leaf, right? They can, a scientist can take that leaf and tell you uh, in an exact proportion the limbs and the length of the limbs of the branches on the tree. They correlate directly to the veins on the leaf that the tree came from. And not just that, there's also a mathematical correlation between those two things and the actual amount of trees in that forest. Wow. So there's a symmetry between right. all three of those measurements right. mathematically. Wow. So you could bring a leaf to a scientist and hypothetically they could identify what tree and what forest that leaf was from right. based on the mathematical measurement, you know, the, the equation and the ratio of one to the other. I saw indeed. And Damn. so so and but and also they could probably tell you how big that tree was that right. the leaf came from and how many trees are in the forest that that tree came from. Right. And not just that, the growth of the forest and the growth of the limbs of the tree right, right, right. are in direct proportion to those veins on the leaf right. that came from that tree. Right. So, so like, yeah, yeah. and you know, like trees, obviously they live the longest out of any life form sure, on earth. Sure, sure. They've, you see what they go through like in winter for them right. to come back every year like that. Like, right. It's crazy. They're they're, they're amazing. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if there's like vegetation. I love trees, man. You know, me too, bro. They communicate with Smoking each other in like trees. weird ways. So, yeah, smoke trees. Do every you day. think they put the Prop sixty five on marijuana? 
Well, you can't you can't import export out of state. It's a felony still. But isn't it legal in California? California? Yeah, but you can't send weed. You can't produce. Somebody weed looked in that state up. Someone figured out. Right, but I'm saying what I'm saying is that there could be stuff produced in anything produced in oh, california. i thought it was just interstate commerce no uh, oh. i'm of the impression that anything that is made in california has, has to, to have, have slapped the slapped on there wow yeah so or anything a lot that of goes stuff. or something right unless uh, except things that somehow get around that regulation or or address that regulation we have to go to california in... smoke a ton of weed and figure this out there. well i just want to go to you... like a weed shop in california and see if there's a prop 65 sticker on the label or something could be. And then take a bunch of gummies and go look at trees in the forest. Talking yeah. trees. <laughs> CBD gummies I see all over the place. Yeah. I took CBD like three of those uh, last week. Yeah? Because I just had them. It's not a cheap hobby. No, I just had them. I, I, and I mean, the trade shows, they fucking have those too. Yeah, sure. So like yeah. if you, you know, mosey around the trade shouts, shows, you're like. Shouts to the underground CBD trade show <laughs> uh, black market that's out there. Yeah, so I mean, CBDs, man, are blow, blowing up in the supplement subculture. So I visited this one booth and he's like, here's some CBD gummies. I'm like, all right. So I took all three of them. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel anything, but I guess no, it's working. You need THC. CBD is. No, I know. I know what it is, oh. but I'm just like, I wonder well, if I'm going to feel great Well, they say that it's supposed to have... Uh, Anti-inflammatory. And, right, and, yeah. like, g- general effects on, like, wellness. Right. So that might make you feel better. Not You're not going right. to be high on no, it. No, that's but, what I mean. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be like, whoa. Right. It's not even like... Like, to me, like, I'll drink rice iced tea, and I get, like, an amino surge. Sco said that, right? Like, because uh, when we're on the on the road, um, I often make the uh, pre-bed cocktail... Yeah, um, with uh, where airborne. I yeah, I get. I definitely get like an amino euphoria. So I make the pre-bed cocktail when we're on the road and we're on we're, trees. When we're uh, so like at home, when I make like a, a greens smoothie or a fruit and veggie smoothie, I add rice to that. Okay, um, which adds an interesting flavor to right. it. Makes it taste really good. Um, so you get all those nutrients plus you get like the anabolic constituents of rice. Mm-hmm. I guess it constituents a lot today because we're talking yeah. about the breakdown of I things. don't know half the word you say. I don't That's even fine. know. That's it's cool. just like, what is it? just like yes! <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. Fine. That's good. We have that in common because I don't know them either. Um, so, uh, right. So I, I use rice in that way. It's a versatile product in that way, right? Where I'll use it in these fruit and veggie smoothies. But I, when we go on the road, uh, often we're spread pretty thin. We're really tired. We're meeting a million people. On our feet not all getting day, much yeah. sleep. Um, we're training at least once, maybe multiple times in a day. So you're pretty beat up. So every night before we go to bed, I tend to make a cocktail that's basically airborne with rice. Mm. And I sh- sh- suck one of those down. I make one for my brother, Dermalone, Malone. And I've often offered him the skull. And Skull's like, nah, man, I can't because I get a boost from rice. And I thought, wow. I do, man. And it's like, it's not like caffeine. Right. It doesn't have that impact. Right. But there is like an alertness. And a to the orange. Mind, opening mind and drinking and the it. crispness to the world nice. from aminos nice. and like I love it, but to me it's like it's counter to going go to, to bed. Yeah, yeah. Especially well, we'll, we'll when have you have tea, like we'll wheels have tea too, though. But also, my, my wheels are turning constantly, so like the though. last thing I need to do is grease those wheels. I need to like stick something in the spokes. <laughs> but along those same lines, though, like I get a euphoric buzz from Vice. Oh well, of course. I mean, like, yeah, of course. I would expect it from Vice. Whereas, yeah, yeah. absolutely, Rise. I feel like I'm a little different than everybody else with aminos. Yeah, yeah. It's just something I've noticed. Yeah, like, of course, you know. Yeah. And when you make the cocktail, it's always in like a scotch size <laughs> glass. <laughs> the, ones like a come, the ones that come in the hotel room. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they're always dirty when we leave those hotel rooms. Dirt's showing so up in the room. I know the like... ladies are looking at the, the when they're cleaning the, the rooms that we stayed in, they're looking at those those glasses and like, what were they drinking in yeah. this Dirt's showing up with six Long Island iced teas in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then Greg's like, uh. It's funny, I too. Because when we go to like a trade show, we'll be there for multiple days because we got to set up. Yeah, yeah. And our room just like, when we leave <laughs> looks like, like a, a fucking mess. Just a yeah, cumulative pile of uh, tornado. When we were out in Vegas, and you know, it was at the end of the uh, the weekend, and um, Drew and Marcia were stopping by our room, and they were like clean and spruced up. Yeah, right. And like we had all, we all looked like we had just left like a. I don't even know. A that show, was before they got the tattoos. A week long. Yeah. yeah, right before they went to get their tattoos. Um, <laughs> Like, and we just looked like we had gotten out of, like, a week-long street fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true, man. So I'm, like, we were sit- in the hole I'm, for like, fucking a month. So hurting, I'm, like, man. sitting in my bed, right, like, uh, with my back against the uh, the the headboard, barely coherent, right? Like, I'm in the heightened state of gibberish, like, cracking up. My hair is all crazy and shit, right? Look like I haven't slept in a week. And Marcia and Drew come in all crisp and fresh, ready to go get tattoos and get some dinner. And Marcia's like... <laughs> She, she was like, yeah, Marcia wanted to get her picture with you. I'm like, here's what's not going to happen. <laughs> like, here, guess who's not taking a picture right now? So we got one later on, but I'm like, the furthest be- thing at, at, at those shows, I think people don't really realize, like, by How the end of the night, let alone by the end of the weekend, but by the end of the night, man, you are fucking shit. I mean, like, the Olympia, shit. you get hit with the, the flight, oh. and then the Arnold, you get hit with the fact that it's three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the trade show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're doing, it's the, the setup and the breakdown days and all that shit, but you're also like, you know, on the concrete for 14 hours. Feet are all shot. We usually, we usually train morning high. and evening. Yep. Then we got to get everybody somewhere to eat. And yep. like by the time we get back to the hotel, it's like 1030. Yep. And it's like, all right, we got to get up at 430 so we can train. Yep. And get to the expo and set everything up. Like, it is a, uh, it's like a long distance fucking, uh, you know. Arnold's coming up very much thing. so. Yeah, very we're starting so. to do some plotting pre-planning for the Arnold's pre-planning, as opposed to like the oh, the Arnold's in seventy-two hours. Maybe we should start planning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of get some stuff done in yeah, advance. That's not great. I, I know you saw. What do you think of like the guy? Uh, speaking of like long distance things, the Guinness World Record for holding your breath, dude. I, it's oh, just amazing. hold on, let me guess. All right, go ahead. You pick a number. This for holding your breath underwater. Guinness World Record set it 2016. I want to say like years ago it was like three and a half minutes, and I want to okay. say now it's got to be with crazy humans uh, five and a half minutes. Keep you would, going. You would think. What? You, you would think. No, no, like, we're, let's like, see. no, but I'm saying like my mind would be absolutely blown at that. What yeah. you just said. Yeah. Three, three and a half minutes. Five minutes, dude. What the fuck? Right, you're not, so, and you're up. not even close. Dude. Imagine, right. remember going in a pool and trying to go back and forth yeah, and no back shit. and forth yeah, yeah, holding yeah, your right. breath. So, <laughs> so, you don't, have to, you don't have to swim and exert. Nine yourself. minutes it's underwater. Keep going. Twelve minutes. Keep going. Fifteen. Keep going. Twenty-eight minutes. Less. All right. Twenty so. minutes and three point four five seconds. Oh, was it twenty-four <laughs> minutes? Or twenty minutes. Did I say? T- I don't know. Is it I, I saw what you posted. I don't know. Whatever it was. It, it was more than 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Hey, babe, I'm going to go for, go for a dip. It was a lot. Well, it was a long time. Dude, 2016. Now there's like, <laughs> he breathes like a certain type of oxygen before he does it. And like, there's he's like got gills. He did it live on TV <laughs> in Europe. So live on TV. His cells are hyper oxygenated. Right. Of course. But he's like, you know, still it's the most. He's blood doping, dude. 
Have you seen yeah, What About Bob yet? what you're putting in you unless it's an oxygen <laughs> Have you seen What About Bob yet? Uh, no. All right. His, his fish, his name is Gil. Gil. That's a great name <laughs> for a fish. <laughs> it's a good name. Gil Hodges? Yeah, he said, baby, go. I'm going for a dip. Be back in 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. That's insane. The most ridiculous. That thing. is but insane. What the human body's capable of? It's like it's just un. It's it's. There's like these uncharted like um, layers to our humanity. Like are the the human body is Freaks. so complex, and there's and the, but I feel like we all like just like I've said. I I think like everybody has like a genius level talent within them, whether they actually ever tap into it mm-hmm. or pursue it. Right enough um like that's one of those things when yeah. i see genius level not just genius meaning like intellect but just like your potential s- right there's a potential yeah. exactly it's, no, it's like that, the movie with uh bradley cooper where it's like right, take right, the right. pill and right it's like was it unlimitless or unlimited yeah and it's like you'll be maxed out best at everything yeah, you yeah. could be yeah, yeah. reminds me didn't you talk, say about there was like the guy who's like the scientist in europe working on cows and was like flicking a switch and working on being able to flip the switch, and the cow becomes like maximum bulbous cow. Like the <laughs> oh right yeah yeah it's, uh, like it's so like just it, <laughs> bulbous yeah there's a word but bulbous is an awesome word yeah so let's bulbous. Let, oh, no. <laughs> let's go define it for the you, audience you, you don't know bulbous it's bulbous. big and beefy yeah, yeah yes, exactly go. I'm no, sure so, you've heard us say it before right, but you bulbous. don't hear people say it enough that was an Arno Vorman's word yeah it's bulbous <laughs> <laughs> our friend Arno would use it to. Do- to describe like the pursuit of getting really jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get bulbous in the yes, off season. Bul- bulbosity. <laughs> exactly. Yes, the measuring of bulbous yeah. bulbitude. That's a good word we should throw around for November. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Get, get, get bulbous. fully bulbous. Yes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> now I'm thinking of go on Columbus. Just crazy fucking things. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> bulbous, dude. <laughs> Oh shit, bulbous. So yeah, so Greg, you can retell yeah. it, but that's yeah, yeah, my. Yeah. Va- I'm very good at vaguely myostatin. recalling myostatin. There you go. Right. So there's a there's a there's basically uh, a genetic component. Uh, I, I think it's actually a, a chemical, like a biochemical or whatever, that like limits your growth at a certain point. Right. Right. So if one was able to inhibit myostatin, right. then one would one would have nothing working. Internally oh, against against muscle growth. I just right, looked up myostatin be... cow, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's the myostatin cow. Right. And wasn't it like you were? Sa- I think you were saying to me like it would be something where like it's not about the, it's not about exercise or anything. Right. Like you're a regular diet right, right. and regular yes, activity yes. would make your muscles keep growing. Right, you right. wouldn't need to concentrate on right, muscle growth. Exactly. And then if you did concentrate on muscle growth, well then, My God. yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a there's a perfect example, and he's you know he's like a uh a distant friend uh but a guy who like you know is a you know a guy a guy i know who's a bodybuilder um who competes um people have have said that they think that he's got a myostatin deficiency that he's potentially i don't know if you guys ever met him do you remember michael lockett do you remember michael lockett there mm, if okay. i say, i'm a good well, face you should look you should look him up uh because he's got this sort of level of freakiness to wow. his muscle growth oh. and it was like a big deal where um like for the longest time he was like the biggest guy where people were like oh there's no way that that guy doesn't isn't juiced yeah. out of his mind right and 
I think that he just had a genetic predisposition towards like muscle growth Makes where sense. like he would walk, probably walk around jacked if he didn't lift at all. Right. So then he well, lifts like dudes who have like of a course. six pack who never did a, you know, right. Did shit. Right. So like take that and then, you know, say like, let's say he was just an active guy. Right. right? So like and an athlete, maybe at one point or another. Right. So he just like looked jacked probably from the day he even touched weight and then like became really jacked when he was training. And now he's like a pro bodybuilder. Like, and he's the kind of guy who maybe has the potential to be like an, a Mr. Olympia someday or whatnot. But he's got, he certainly has this genetic predisposition towards muscle growth to the point where people would speculate like is does he have the same thing that the myostatin bull has the first x-men yeah Yeah. you know a little bit of that new thing is coming next shouts to michael lockett and if you're on instagram check him out um but he he's uh definitely a genetic freak dude definition of it the same way that guy can hold his breath for 24 minutes Myostat cow. So this is what it says. It says it's a Dutch cow. It's called the Belgian blue. Yep. And instead of Belgian the myostatin, blue. this thing has, it doubles its fucking muscle fibers wow. instead of just getting all big and beefy. Yep. Yep. So it has a genetic condition where it just doubles muscle fibers just instead of just, right. that's it. Yep. But dude, seeing photos of this thing, it's fucking insane. It's crazy. Are we eventually going to be like... Everyone lives. Look at that. Yep. Yeah. Holy yep. shit. Like so rhino. look up Michael like Lockett and you'll see that Michael Lockett kind of looks, looks like, just like a bull. <laughs> yes. Michael Lockett oh. kind of looks like a Belgian blue bull. Are we going to eventually just all be like 1,300 pounds, can well, squat 10 pounds? Interesting things, though, right? And like, can live 800 years? If, if, myostatin, if, my, if myostatin is sort of the... Uh, the Holy yeah. shit. And like, the, like, it has like cow like, eyes even. Like, and there's a funny, <laughs> funny, funny story, right? Like, um, what, fucking delts. When I had first met... Uh, Michael Lockett just in passing whatever in prior life um I was at an expo with uh our brother uh Frank McGrath yep shouts to Raw McGraw right and he and I were walking right and Michael Lockett was up in front of us and we you know I said what up to him whatever and Frank you know how jacked Frank is yeah and he, like Michael Lockett just kind of like chilling in like a stringer tank and I think at this point he was like definitely drug free right and Frank looks at me and goes Man, how can I look like that? <laughs> like, like a really jacked right. dude looking at this other dude right. being like, what the fuck is that yeah. dude doing? And it's like, because like like you're saying, if it's like a mutant X-Men kind of thing, it's like maybe there are layers to human development where some people just, you know, because right. they talk about like uh, pituitary disorders, mm-hmm. right? Where like people will just grow and guys will end up being seven feet right. tall, seven right. foot five and whatnot right. because they have you know, some sort of uh, pituitary pituitary disorder that just allows them to continue to grow and grow and grow. Right. Well, I'm sure there's muscular versions of that too, yep. you know? He used to be a boxer, this Michael yeah, Lockett yeah, kid. Yeah, 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 that's right. Dude, that's he's 5'9". Right. Yep. But yeah. he looks he's fucking, a fucking beast. Jack. He's a beast, and he's always been a beast. And it looks like he's just starting to actually like, nice tap guy. into like what he's it's doing. Crazy, right? Bulbosity. It's crazy. He's going to be a bulbous fucking yes, big indeed. old bodybuilder. Yep, yep. <laughs> he's a really impressive dude. Um, but you see that out there. You see see people who just have these these potentials. The, the, the human potential is sort of right. limitless in the right conditions. You know, like so. You know, in like four hundred years, are they going to be like? Can you believe at one point the world record for holding your breath was only twenty four yeah, minutes? Only twenty four <laughs> minutes. Yep. Can you believe this guy won, like Mister Olympia? Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's like how quick how <laughs> quick of a mile could someone uh, you know, could right. a human get from A to B? How quick? There, could there be a one-minute mile? Like, what's the fastest mile now? Uh, it's uh, like two minutes uh, under four minutes. I'm gonna look it up. I've been looking a lot. So of shit they up took. Today. I've always made this point. Like, 
You're really awesome at doing that, though, Dirt. Dude, you're <laughs> like the quick research. Oh, it's awesome. The guy on the board who's super producer, yeah, Dirt yeah, Malone. Yeah. Um, Appreciate it. So I've always made this point: like, if you took the pace of like the girl or guy who won the Boston Marathon this yeah, year, yeah. right? Yep. And you just took their pace, right? And you waited for them a hundred yards from the finish line, right? 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 Okay. Yeah. And you ran your fastest hundred yards dash. Right. You'd be lucky to run that hundred yards at the same pace that their average yeah, pace is insane. for the entire marathon. And in fact, I've been saying this for like so years. Insane. It's dude, because like you know, I run and right. I get on a treadmill. Like dude, like the average marathon, you know, like a treadmill it goes six, seven, yeah, yeah, eight. Yeah. You can set right. Like yeah. the average pace the person wins the bus marathon would be like setting a treadmill to like a fifteen. Or to 16. That's so Which insane. is so... F and, like, dude, I can run, like, a of six course. and a half minute mile sure. if my life depends on it. Like, I can run far and fast, and I'd be too worried to get on a treadmill right. and even put it up to right, that right, pace. Of course. And so they went at, like, a trade show or something recently. Yeah. I've, been, I've been saying this for 10 years. I'm yeah. like, did somebody hear me? Right. Go? Somebody went and created a giant 30-foot-wide treadmill somewhere. Right. And set it to the pace of one of the marathon winners and brought people in off the street and were like, all right, right, hop on the treadmill. It's going as fast as the Boston Marathon did for the whole thing. Right. And it was like fit people, you know, yeah, like sure. now. It was like level 12 probably. Dude, it's it's quicker than that. Dude. It's it's higher than that. It's like fifteen really? for the whole for twenty six miles, dude. Yeah, so and so people crazy. it's like that's X-Men right, shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. But so they had like real, like you could see that like, girl looks like a Marion Jones type, like gets right. on there. She's stretching everything, yeah, like yeah, goes yeah. on. And is like, after like 10 strides, falls on their faces and gets thrown back right, like 20 right. feet off the treadmill, like into these inflatable things. Like they couldn't even find anyone that's to crazy. do it for 30 seconds. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? I believe it though. It's, but that, and that's like, it, it's just insane. Go ahead there. All right. Who do you think? Is the fa well fastest man in the world? Usain Didn't Bolt. name them. Usain Bolt. Yeah. Oh yeah, for uh, for yeah, yeah. currently, sh right for a short distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How fast could he run? It was under speed wise. It oh, well, how many miles per Not hour? Not time. Yeah, I how many know. miles an hour? I don't know. Dude, like the nine nine point eight something. Right? Is nine point eight something? Thirty miles right? an hour. That's the my guess. The important thing is, is it your final answer? That's my final guess. Yeah. Twenty eight miles an hour. Yeah. Wow. Now the guy who holds the record for the fastest mile is a Moroccan, Morocco's okay. Hicham El Guarij. I probably butchered his name. Yep. Three minutes and 43 seconds. Okay. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's insane. That's fucking crazy. Like, go run a. <laughs> That's crazy, man. It's Roger. They're superhuman. The first four minute, the first sub four minute mile, right? Was Roger Bannister. I think so. Yeah. 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 The yeah. women's record is four no, minutes like and 12 70s, seconds. Right? And we're talking seven, longer than that. Okay, 50s, 60s? We're talking like, all right, I'm going to do some What are you trying to look up? Roger Bannister. Yeah, no, I mean, the like, first the fastest mile is one of those deals where, like, you carve a tenth of a second off of it, and yeah. it, it means a lot. <laughs> well, right, so I was all I was getting yeah. at was, um, hold on, let me see. Okay, so Roger Bannister. Um, Sir Roger Bannister, right? British dude. He's British. Um, he, uh, hold on, let me see. Talking about he was them. the first to break the four-minute mile, and he did so um, three minutes, 59.4 seconds. That was in 1954. <coughs> okay, so so three minutes, 59, 
2.4 seconds. His record only lasted 46 days, which is another one of those things, right? Because if somebody had pursued that forever, yeah, and he was the first guy to do it, and it's then insane. it only lasted 46 days, yep. which goes back to that YouTube effect I used to talk about, right? Where it's like all of a sudden everybody can bench four plates and all that stuff yeah. where it used to be rare it's because they saw that you, you other can guys do can it. do it yeah. yeah oh well if oh it's not just one dude in every gym now or whatever now it's now there's 20 and why is that it's because it become prevalent because people see it online and it becomes commonplace so then once your mind doesn't think it's impossible anymore yeah, i could do that yeah if that guy can do it so can i that thing he chased that forever that that record was chased for so long and then it only lasted 46 days that's just, wow. dude, you know and what? And it's only come down, but the other thing, it's only come down 16 seconds. I say only, give me right. a fucking break. No, but no. 16 seconds in, in, in 50, because like a, 54 years. A second for that is like adding 100 years. pounds to a squat probably. You 64 know what I mean? years. In 60, 50. In 64 years, it's only come down. Yeah. Uh, it's only come down 16 seconds. So, and the, just to finish the point, the quickest marathon, when you consider like the courses are different, so yeah. like... Like one of them has like an elevation drop, so they don't count the times yep, from it. Yep. But so like, so leveling out for all those variables, the quickest marathon is two hours and one minute. Wow. Okay, so that's twenty six miles. So what you get two hours to do twenty six miles. So that's thirteen miles an hour. That's insane. Right. So that's a yeah. four and a half minute. You know. Yeah, four. That's like a four and a half minute mile for twenty six miles. So here's a question for you. So, has anybody done a, a sub two hour? No, that's well. A guy has done two hours on the nose, right? But this article, at least that I've linked to, doesn't count it, right? Because the Boston Marathon course has too great of a net elevation drop. Okay. So you're running somewhat downhill in that marathon. Okay. So this is like discounting two that are exact. No one's broken two hours in right. the Boston right, Marathon right. even. Two hours flat was the quickest, including those. Has anybody done two hours on a track or anything under the ideal conditions? No, no. I, this yeah. is, I mean. That's interesting. So that's got to be a big big deal i mean like i wonder if one of these guys training with no one right. but like see they, they basically are on a track because no one's near them right you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. if you're that guy like there's maybe a dozen people near you like they start you first and you're not looking back you're not looking at the backs of too many people right, right, right. when you're running a four yeah, and a half minute mile for yeah, 26 yeah. miles like insane. there's only got to be an elite crew of people who could even hang with him for five miles yep. you know i got a world record for you okay you guys can take a little, uh, little douse at it. Okay, Longest fart. <laughs> for me or the the second world record? The world record for the longest fart. Mm. I mean, that's got to be. Just give me um, give me something. I'm going to say over a minute. Yes. Okay. Just give me a number. Is that you like a talent you perfect? Is that a talent that you're able to perfect where you can like uh I guess like it can't stop or you something. Can pace it. I mean, like that to me I is guess. like, you can pace yeah. Yourself. I I know people, not personally, but I've seen people that are like breathing in air and continuing to right. fart. What's the world breathing record? Breathing in air and yeah. without breaking the fart, huh? Keep going. See, like to me, like it's like how long could you exhale for? Right. I don't know. That's you that's know? a good. That's a good. That's tough. What's the? What do you think? I mean, it's I don't know. A minute is, seems ridiculous. So if it's longer than that, then guy from London, Casey Higdon, who worked in a furniture plant, go figure. Two minutes forty-two seconds. Wow! Somebody timed it. 
And the next he, day, they knew that he had this skill. And, then, and now that you've shared that with Americans, that record has about another day. Yeah. I encourage you guys <laughs> we to believe in you for the stars. <laughs> Take everything we, all the foods you get, all that farm-raised tilapia. All right, well, reach for the gassy uh, stars. Well, so here's here's an interesting thing, right? And I'm gonna, gonna like sew together multiple casts Ooh. and kind of talk about what we Do just it. talked about too, right? And it, but this is a little bit more of like a motivational thing. Okay. Um, so. Uh, just recently, um, on a recent cast, Sko said, who would you have dinner with? Oh, Ooh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, And I stopped and I thought, and I went back and I was like, well, dude, I would have my dad at that dinner. Oh, well, of course. No, right. but it's yeah. of course, but in yeah, the yeah, moment, yeah. you're not thinking like that, right? Right. So, uh, right, and I was just thinking about, like, the role he played in my life, and I, I'd written about him recently, right? And, like, you know, one of the things that I was looking back on him, right, because I, I, you see, like, um, fathers throughout history, like Marinovich. Right. And guys like that, right, who, like... Uh, you know, I, I guess LeVar Ball, but I guess, you know, I guess he's kids dead. are doing okay, right? right? So you see these these fathers who were um, motivators, but they're also like taskmasters, right? And mm-hmm. I think back to my dad, and my dad was definitely a great motivator for me, but he never forced me to do anything. Right. Yeah. And I stop back and I think about like, um, when we're talking about like human potential, and, um, you know, like how, we are all like in search of motivation and some of us might have somebody in our life who plays a good, a positive role in that way and, yep. in, you know, lighting the fire, putting the battery in your back or however you want to say it or, or motivates you on a daily basis or just a, somebody you encounter at one point in your life, whether it's a parent or a coach or whatever, right. right? But ultimately, like, they can't make you do the work, mm-hmm. right? And it's like these these aspirations we have, these dreams we have, maybe these talents that we have hidden, like, maybe, maybe we all have these genius talents that we haven't fully manifested or we haven't fully brought to bear right like the only thing that's gonna ever make you do that shit is you really wanting to do it you really figuring it out you really obsessed falling on your fucking face a hundred times you really like falling in love with the process and learning to like i always say this learning to love paying dues and learning to love like the stuff that's not glamorous yeah Mm -hmm. and like when we were talking about like Marinovich and Agassi and like, well, Agassi turned out to be a, a great player, but like Todd Marinovich had almost completely oh, ruined, no, yeah, ruined yeah. his fucking right, life. Right. And he had all this talent, but his, his dad, if you don't know Todd Marinovich, you should look at me. You, you do know? Or you don't? All right. Well, he was, that was his pops. His pops pushed him, pushed him, pushed him, pushed him. He was a star quarterback at USC, was drafted by the Raiders and mm-hmm. his, like went down in flames, the poor fucking guy, because sure. he couldn't, couldn't live up to that thing that was in his house every day pushing him it was this pressure from his father um and uh yeah so the ultimately like the thing that's going to take out the bring out that genius that's within all of us or that potential that we all have um no matter who you're surrounded by or who that person playing that role in your life is is like you gotta fucking want it right you gotta do that fucking work like the only way roger bannister ever broke that four minute mile it had nothing to fucking do with his dad or his coach or his team or his wife or any of that shit you gotta be a fucking lunatic Mm -hmm. to decide that you're going to do what's necessary to do something that someone's never done before it's just, it. it's just the bottom line. Right. And, then like, and so, like, you take, like, let's say that's an extreme example of somebody breaking a, a, a running record. But, like, you look at, our, like, our daily lives and, like, the things that we want to do with our daily lives. And it's, like, these little goals and these little things that, you know, you have to do. And it's, like, the only fucking prayer you have of doing that stuff is bec- is if you push yourself to fucking do it. Right. You know? So, like, yes, source motivation wherever the fuck you can find it. But, you know, it's not some video on YouTube that's going to make you do that thing. You can, you can mine that. You can use that if it's a song that speaks to you a book you read a movie whatever it is that le- right. keep that motivates you but you got to personally want to do that mm-hmm. work 
Yeah, it can't be like the fuel in the engine. It might be a part of the car of or like of an course. accessory, but of like course. that that kind of um, what's another word for it? How would you describe that? Cursory motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like it's an you know it's an innate thing, but it's also like I, I feel like the sort of thing that can be uh, cultivated and curated within yourself, right? Like right. Um, discipline and routine. And that sort of stuff, you yep. know. Um, there was a phrase that I heard recently, but it was something along the lines of like, uh, is it dead prez? Okay. There's a dead prez know. quote. But it's something along the lines of like, uh, I'm going to have to look for the exact quote. Okay. But I feel like it's something like song? I'll look it up. discipline like makes things that are hard easy. Right. That's that's the dumbed down version no, of it. That's good. But it's basically that, right? It's like if you're able to be consistent, if you're able to be disciplined, if you're able to be dedicated, if you're able to go back to a task over and over and over and over and over again, you know, the potential to, to pile up those 10,000 hours and, right. you know, that, that mastery necessitates, you know, uh, the discipline over time will make those things that seem very impossible doable, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you you got me thinking on a tangent, not completely related yeah, yeah. to that, but when you said Marinovich, and and it made me think of Tony Mandarich. Ah, you said another yes, famous NFL yes. draft bus. So I got Mandarich. a trivia question Mandarich for you. on the cover of the uh, of the uh, Mandarich. They were because he was super jacked. He was a lineman, yep. but he was super jacked. Yep. And they talked about how hard he trained and how much he ate. And uh, like he was on the cover of Sports, Sports Illustrated with like, like the, with like two. Uh, Two shopping carts, I think, yeah. full of food or something. And it was like the greatest lineman ever <laughs> yeah, or something yeah, like coming out. Yeah. He was like a yep. thing, right? So I got a question for you. Okay. Trivia question, okay. Greg, here. Calories. This is the 1989 NFL draft. Okay. Of which Tony Mandarich was the second pick. Okay. The other four yes. top five picks okay. are like no-brainer Hall of okay. Fame players. Okay. Barry so, Sanders, Deion right, Sanders, yep. Troy Aikman, and Warren Sapp. Oh, oh. you're so close. The last one right, you got on, wrong. Hold on, hold on. Warren Sapp's later. Cortez Kennedy. In that van, kind of, in that pass rusher. Pass rusher. I mean, I'll give you another okay. thing about him, and you'll be able to get okay, him. Most okay. sacks in a game. Most sacks in a game. Most sacks in a game. Most sacks in a game. Pass rusher. Linebacker. Most what team? Unfortunately, he passed away. Junior Seau. No. Okay. In the with years to play, he had a couple years left, maybe. Jerome Brown. Close. Uh, he's a linebacker. Oh, a linebacker. Yes. 1989. Okay. Considered one of the better linebackers of all time. And pass rushers specifically. You're gonna you'd like you Let know me kick this. Myself as soon you'd you'd get this question right 362 days out of the year. You'd get this instantly. Linebacker. Most sacks in a game. Went crazy one day and had like seven sacks. I'll tell you exactly how many because it was like a. Oh 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 oh! Of course, of course. Um, of seven course, sacks. Of course, of course, of course, yep. of course. Um, um, of course. It's uh, from Kansas City. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with me, dude? You um, normally know names, so yes, I'm just gonna I assume know. you just have a mental block, but okay. you know who he is. Just, just give me Derek his, Thomas. Derek Thomas. There I was, you go. For some reason in my head, I kept saying Derek Brooks, but yeah, Derek yeah. Thomas. Of so course. Derek Thomas, Dion, Barry Sanders, and Troy, Troy Aikman, Aikman were four of the first five and picks, Mandridge. and the other team picked Tony. Wow. <laughs> Mandridge went to Green Bay first. Or he was second to, first? to Green Bay. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then, he then he repaired his knee. He was yeah. like, eh, like, oh, he, like better yeah. than he was at Green yeah, Bay yeah, when yeah. he got to the Colts. Colts. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I like Mandarich. Yeah, I mean, like, you know. You know I got to play some hour for all those he's guys. He's got like a. I got to play some hour for all those guys. He's definitely Bosworth. a cultural. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. The bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a pop culture. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Iconic athlete. Yeah, yeah. Yep. For different reasons than usual. Yep. Good draft, dude. Uh, Andre Risen. Yep. Steve Atwater. Wow. Eric Metcalf. Wow. Awesome players. Daryl Johnson. Wow. Derek Thomas. Daryl Johnson, yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. That's a good draft Legend, class. Legendary player. Dave Meggett. Derek Malone, what do you think about Dave Meggett? Uh, fucking don't know shit about him. There you go. <laughs> Undersized. Uh... Kick returner. The guy on the Eagles on the is a guy on the Eagles. What the hell's his Back name? Sproles. Yes. A lot like Sproles. Yeah, yeah, a lot like Sproles. That's a good call. Yeah. I like Sproles. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, did you hear the hear the the top five was? On the Mandarich draft? Aikman. Aikman, Dion, Barry Sanders. And Derek and Thomas. Derek Thomas. Were the other four picks, and Tony Mandarich was the Like, the all other. iconic. What happened with Mandarich? He just fucking... He was, like, considered to be, like, the next great lineman. You could build your offensive line, your franchise around. He was the second pick after Aikman before all those other guys. You know, like, incredible college player, like, had all the, like, combine stats, super strong yeah. and all this and stuff. he just busted when he got there? Yeah. Just a total bust. Like, he ended up on the Colts. Injuries. Better he, on like, the Colts. Better on the Colts. Like, he yeah. was, like, serviceable. Yeah. By then, but yeah. like before, like for for years, it was like he shouldn't even be in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, he wasn't uh, Ryan Leaf. No, no, he wasn't like breaking into yeah, people's yeah. houses to steal fucking yep. Tylenol. Yep. I don't know if you guys have been watching football lately, but that Patrick Mahomes guy, yeah, he's Kansas killing City. It. He's, I mean, he's got all the right pieces in place, but he's a fucking athlete, man. Man, let me tell you a little where's, bit. Where's Mahomes? Where's Mahomes from? Uh, yeah, no, that's a good what question. What college did Mahomes go to? I'm so out of touch with all no, that I stuff. No, I hear you. It's tough. I don't know shit. Here's what I know, and I got to tell Raiders you. The Raiders are fucking here's horrible. Here's my, I'll tell you. Here's the, the Raiders great, are tragic. <laughs> yeah. Here's the great dilemma. Yeah, but you know what? They're owning it. They're trading guys. It might not work, but at least they're going to tank and get like a number one pick. Sixers. That's right? the process. Maybe there's Trust a process, the process there. Let me tell you about my team, right? The Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Texas who Tech. Who can't do fighting that. Fins. Who refuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who have perfected. The six and ten to nine and seven range yeah, yeah. of fucking worthlessness. <laughs> but here's the great dilemma. I was telling Kaylee this the other day. I'm like, all right, there's th- there's two or three Dolphins games. Yeah, yeah. Every year, in which could bet my like I know the outcome. Right. They're big games. They're always a big game, and winning that game would be the difference between like a season where really like nothing happens or like. God, maybe they go in eleven and five, win right, a division, right. sure, get sure, like right. a home playoff game for the first time in twenty years, you yep. know? That kind of thing. I'm not I'm not expecting a super no, league. No, no, Just give me like that home playoff yeah, yeah, game, yeah. right? Like yeah. one let me enjoy yeah, the playoffs, just right? Being con- be a contender. Right. And there's so there's two or three games like this every year, and I know it's gonna happen. And perfect example, right? They start out three and zero this year. Yeah. The Pats go one and two and look terrible. Yeah. Pats at Dolphins, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. A home game. Yeah, yeah. Win the game. The Dolphins are 4-0. The Pats are 1-3. and yep. And you have like a massive lead on the only other team in the division that has a prayer, right? Yep. Could and never so happen. I like posted on Facebook. I'm like, 
prediction. Pat's like yeah. 300, Dolphins negative yeah, 10. Right. Like, yeah. you know, not that, but like close yeah, to that. And sure. I knew that I could have bet. You like, should have. I was certain, right? <laughs> Same thing this past weekend, yeah. like another fork in the road. It's like home game against the Lions, losing record. Win this. Oh, you're at like five and two. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're going to the, you're in the hunt. The rest of the season's good. Yep. Against a losing team at home, knew they would lose it. Yep. Right? They always lose those games. But I said, here's my great dilemma: Are they so bad that like if I ever take the plunge and I'm like, oh, here it comes guaranteed yeah. it's a lock, thousand yeah. dollars. That's when they win that yeah, game. Yeah, of course. My of bet course. alone would yeah, be what course. would change. That's what will happen. So I'm screwed. Yeah, you can't bet against your squad. No, it's I can't bet against my – But even like, of hey, look, t- if I see it – If I can make $1,000 – Oh, of course, of course. You know, it's, course. it's a temptation. Yeah, yeah, and of course. after you see it happen 90 times – Oh, yeah. If I flip a coin 90 time, 99 times and you're like, what is this, a loaded fucking coin? Yeah, I'm betting heads. Right. You know? It's like that. It's like it's loaded. I know it's I know the outcome. Yeah, yeah. But betting on the it's like you well, know, that's the tragedy. Cat. It's the tragedy of being the f- fans of these teams. Like the like the Raiders and what's going on is just a travesty. But like yeah. you hear about the the Mets and like the way the math works out that they're good every fifteen years. Right. That they have a run every fifth. I know yeah. they have a run every fifteen years. And like there's like weird little anomalies. But they were good in the they were good in the. Uh, they went to the World Series mm-hmm. a couple years ago, yep. and uh, they had a little run there where they should have been. I thought they should have been the best team in baseball right. with uh, with Young, Wright, and Reyes, and uh, Johan, and fucking Cliff Floyd, and that yep. those teams. Though that those were great teams, they should have won a World Series, and they didn't. That was those six. But yep. then two thousand, mm-hmm. so fifteen, fifteen yep. years between the World Series and two thousand when they lost to the Yankees, yep. eighty six, sixty nine, right? Wow. So it's like every fifteen years they're going to be good. And it's like that's the kind so of. So what year are we waiting on now? I mean, twenty thirty. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you know, it's like fucking crazy. But it's like it's what you. There's like a certain uh, sadness and cynicism that's built into it. But it also like is kind of what makes being a fan of a team that doesn't win dope because it's like, you know. I, I like I, I sit here I sit back and I think we had this conversation before about the Eagles with Donovan McNabb and Andy right. Reid. Right. And how I felt like the my friends who were Eagles fans couldn't get those guys out of town they fast. They hated enough. them like, and I used to think the, to myself, dude, they're in the playoffs from every the year. First loss. They yeah. wanted them they were rooting for a backup quarterback and a new coach. I know. <laughs> and I'm thinking, dude, they're like win ten games and they're in the playoffs every year for six years. And, the, like, and they yeah. have the NFC championship four years uh, in dude, a row. Can <laughs> I can the Raiders just have a run like that and break yeah. my heart, but they're in the running all the time? No kidding. Like nope. fucking I would kill for that you get what i'm saying like the a lot of a lot of fans take for granted like what it is just to have a team that's a contender on a regular basis so you're in the mix and your team your season's relevant it's like shit that's all you you want is it like to last a little not be over before it starts yep and you know what i mean like it's it's uh it's tough there's a lot of like weird sports things like that like there was a long-running one with the redskins and presidential elections okay where like whoever I forget how the fuck that went. It was for like 40 years straight. Right. Their season opener, whether it was a Republican or a Democrat, right, right. they won or lost their season opener. Wow. It's like if it was a Republican, they won. Right, right. And if it was a Democrat, they lost. Right. And it went on for like 40 years. Wow, that's crazy. And then, <laughs> and then there's the other crazy thing. That, Kentucky and the Yankees? Well, yeah, there was a one like what Kentucky and the Yankees won the won the championship the same year, like yeah. the same year, a bunch of times, like, like fifteen, yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. crazy. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. 
And then there was a weird one. I think our boy Shady posted on Facebook. I think it was, it was like Chest Tall Shady. Yeah, the last Shady. the last Columbus Day. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah, Redskins. Yeah, the Indians. Did you? I think Darren Malone said. Oh, did this. you say it on the last the cast? It was a post floating around on the last cast. Yeah, I mean, like that's one of those things. Like I didn't bother to fact check, but yeah. it I think totally it was. I think it was true. the Braves no, no. got eliminated. Oh, yeah, the Braves the Indians and the Indians lost, got eliminated, and, and the, the Redskins, Redskins lost, lost. Yep, on them. Columbus Day. Well, no, they said it's they got like, slaughtered. Uh, too dark. I was going in the direction opposite of where I where I wanted to go with it. I thought that. The blatant racism of those names would no longer be tolerated, so they're losing on Columbus Day. I wasn't didn't thinking yeah. of it that it was like they all the lost. slaughtering of native peoples. Well, that's what that's what the cultures. that's what the uh, the meme thing said. Oh. Did you know meme on Columbus God? Day, indigenous cultures, they because they really got destroyed in that that game. Like they didn't score fucking anything. Yeah, I didn't even see brutality. I didn't even know. So. I don't even. Do, I'm so like out of the loop in sports. All right, well, let's bookend this with a little food. Okay. Dirtiest thing you've eaten. Dirtiest thing I've eaten. Eaten. Somebody else go first. Let me think. All right, I'll go first. Okay. And I Wait, cue the food cast theme. Go. I'll oh, go this first. Is fucking, it's beautiful. Let it play. Let it play. Just let it breathe. Food cast. The food cast. I'm dying for a quesadilla. From Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday. We got 30 tacos on the Colossal table. Colossal quarter the pound burgers. 115 breakfast couple sixers and wow. Eight donuts. Okay. Reese's Puffs are better than peanut butter Captain Crunch. So they're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat. I'm generally a Ben and Jerry's guy. Peel and eat shrimp. That's my thing. Fried toenails. Some man- pretty manly kind of fucking snack. Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Eat this whole fucking tray. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Food cast. Snack again. The food cast. All right, Scott, go. go ahead. Here's my answer. Nothing. Sick son of a bitch. I haven't eaten anything dirty since the last podcast. I got a streak going. I got a sober October going that you inspired me to do, so I'm not doing any. Not like I needed to do. I didn't do it. <laughs> Hey, no, but you <laughs> talked clear, you talked it up and inspired me. Yeah. I took Mark, the you're baton. fucking off the cast, dude. I took the burden from you. Get out of here, dude. I, I don't took even the burden know you from anymore. you. And I'm doing a uh, like a sober October. Not like it's one of those things like not like it's it's not like an in- self intervention where I needed to fucking do it. Right. But I just wanted to have a good clean month. I hear you. And so um I feel like it's working. It's it's great. I'm sticking with it. I'm resisting all the usual things I would like, but I haven't done like the crazy. Well, I tip you know. my cap to you. And I, I mean, don't clearly, get me wrong. Clearly, mm. you think you're better than us. No, and that's on. fine. No, let me just say, like, but, I've got reserves right. of filthy things no, I've eaten. Of course, of course. So that's what I'm dining on well, are I, the reserves. I think it's so. I think it's fantastic. I give props to anybody with discipline to stay on point. So good for you. Good mm. for you, Dermot. What do you got? The dirtiest. All right. Thing. Well, I got something. I got something. But yeah, it's you not go. Really the dirtiest thing I've eaten, but it's 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 related to that. Okay. I wrote down the food I ate one day. Okay. Oof. But it wasn't like an all-out cheat day. It was kind of like it was. It felt like a little pre-grown. I mean, wait. The, the empanada we had the other day doesn't count, right? Uh, was that fried? That was pretty good. That was like that was baked. Like a baked empanada. Mm. Yeah, it's like you it know, was still in a pocket of dough. A pocket of dough. <laughs> so there, you, you processed. Kind of whatever, uh, you know, you know, could have been. No, a, empanadas. Sort of, we don't know what amazing. Was, we don't know where that came from. No, we don't. It just we were in like 
You went to bet like a they say food deserts and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, like we in were. the country, like where yeah. we were in a fucking food desert, dude. We walked into a blimpy. We walked into a blimpy. <laughs> Whoa! And yeah. it was not looking it was, good it was even a bad for scene. a blimpy. It was, a bad it was bad. Scene. And a we bulbous were like, blimpy. I was looking up at the thing and I'm like, can I talk? My this meanwhile, I got a streak going too, and yep. I'm like, "Am I really about to break the fucking streak yeah, yeah. for like, you know, eighteen hundred calories of yoga mat bread with a fucking vinyl lunch meat?" I don't even know Blimpies existed. <laughs> yeah, apparently it does. Apparently it does. <laughs> yeah, we so, didn't know either. I had only seen that in probably twenty years ago, and then we saw one, and it, we, we walked got, in. Kid had a bad attitude. The place was kind of dirty. I'm like, "Let's uh, get the fuck like, out of here." For where we were, we got yeah. pretty lucky. We went into a. I'm like, dude, there's yeah. a supermarket. It was at least. a good we call by Scope. We went into a supermarket. They had like a deli section. They had like the ethnic. It was kind of an ethnic supermarket like too. So there was half like, dozen like ethnic dishes. So like a yeah, I had like a a beef lamb stew kind of deal with rice yeah, yeah, like kind quality. of thing like and know. an empanada but then yeah we snuck in the empanada so looking. there you go that's okay. that's that's my thing all right so what what <laughs> i would see say the this list. is i would say this is like a this was not a cheat day okay. but this was sort of like a a preface to um grovember as i see it okay like it was like a, a grovember preview and what it really looks like is like it looks like what i used to <laughs> it looks like what i used to eat like when i was really strong right <laughs> <laughs> but like I would just eat a lot of calories and a lot of them were really good and then other ones were pretty good and then some of them were suspect. Yeah. yeah. Right? But I just ate a lot of calories and trained really heavy. So here's what my my eating looked like and this was just a random day. So my first meal was oatmeal and egg whites. Good job. All right. There you go. Right. Second meal was beef. It was a beef and veggie chili I made in the crock pot with jasmine rice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Third meal was also a beef and veggie chili with jasmine rice. So okay. same meal, twice in a row. Okay. Then I had two chicken sandwiches on potato rolls. Nice. Well, you know, not too bad. Right. Right? It was like uh, chicken breast, and it was with, like, I think okay. barbecue sauce oh! and hot sauce. Okay. Okay. Then I had a protein cookie. Mm. Then I had, it was nice not, not like a homemade one. It was like a Swimming Lenny Swimming towards the deep end now. <laughs> then I had three chicken sandwiches on potato rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So that's five potato rolls so wow. far today, right? Wow. And uh, it's basically the same thing, except I think these ones had hot Get sauce and mayo. in my belly! Right? And then the last thing was I ate half a pumpkin pie with Cool Whip. <laughs> wow. It was like a nine-incher. <laughs> All right, so, all right, yeah. You got so, throaty yeah, on a beefcake. Beefcake. <laughs> throaty on a fucking pie. All right, so, all right, so, so like, you know how the pie, pies come, like, in the store? Like, it was one of the more conservative size. Yeah. So, like, let's, you know, it was probably, like, it was probably, like, two big slices of pie. But nonetheless. I'm not throwing a flag. No, no, worry. no, I'm just saying. So, that was, so that was it. So, oatmeal and egg whites, two chili and rice meals, two chicken sandwiches, then a protein cookie, then three chicken sandwiches, and then half a pumpkin Ooh. pie with Cool Whip. Bowl. Bobosity, yeah, right there. that's how you get bobosity right there. I can't. Now, I November preview. Thing, I never eat like that anymore. But what was great? Here's what I say. I say was great is that okay, the the nutrient dense nature of those foods. I don't feel terrible about. Yeah, because there's. I mean, obviously, pumpkin pie would cool it, but Look, I mean, there's yeah. not like there wasn't like a ton of empty calories, chips, cookies, stuff. There wasn't a lot of that kind of stuff. There was none of that really going on at all, and it was just like. There, there was a nutrient density and a quality to the food. Right. So I'll Listen, say that. You so gotta say it. No, no, no. But I'm saying this. But I'm saying like. And then the other thing is that you know what I loved? I was hungry all the time. Mm. I like great. when I really have my appetite. Metabolism going. Yeah. I like when I really have my appetite. It's the seasons. Yeah. You know. I don't know what it was, but it was something about it like that. I was, I was hungry that whole day. Like so, like I felt like I, I was eating because I needed fuel. So I was hungry. Dude, that sometimes whole time. it's like 10:45, yeah. and I'm like. 
I mean, I guess I'll have a third breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> the That's line awesome. blurs. I'm like, That's is awesome. this my third breakfast? That's awesome. Or my first lunch? Or is but, this dinner? But I sit there and I, think, <laughs> I sit there and I think like, all right, you're like your metabolism is cranking, you're actually hungry. Because yeah. it's good to be hungry like that. Because dude, I, you know, like, because let's say that day was 4,000 calories or something. Like, I'm not even half that much most days. And I think to myself like, you know, the spot where I probably need to be is in between that and what I do. Man, that's pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Yeah, right that now, sounds dude. fucking Yo, really some good. Cool whip. Ooh wee. That shit was banging. It was only like it was only like a Shoprite jaunt. So we got ninety nine on the Shoprite pumpkin pie. I'm just saying we got to eat clean this weekend. That's all I'm saying. I know. I, I, I'm just saying. Uh, my dirtiest thing is scattered. Wow. It's extremely where, where scattered. That? It you didn't seem work. Like you had, no, no, I just I think you're about to drop a like. No, no, a, I got no, I got no bombs to like drop. Like a candy bomb on no, like, no, But you no, know no, we're no, going to no, 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 Hershey's no. corporate offices. I got for no bombs are we? To drop. I don't know if there's Krispy Kremes on the road. <laughs> oh, I got no I mean, bombs to drop. I got no bombs to drop. Look, you can. But we're gonna be down in Bmore. Maybe we'll find our way to what was the spot? Crabtown, USA. Remember that place, I, I, dude? That's where, that's where I want to be the mayor of. Do you remember that place with, with the, the arcade? Course, with, yeah, with the arcade. Oh, dude, we took yeah. G. That's such a dope quarters. spot. What a dope spot. Maybe we'll get like a little half an hour to bang out. What some, a dope you know, spot. Tetris. Maybe we'll do a little we'll play some Street, street Fighter. Fighter. Some <laughs> 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 shit. Did we just say that? The same what's, time? A, what's the other one though? There's, there's one better. There was a WWF game too. There was a WWF game too. There. You know the one with the dude who like. Puts people over his head and throws them. There's like three different characters you can be. It's an old school arcade game. Simpsons game I play. You know, uh, the, one I'm talking about. You know the one I'm talking about. I'm sure. And you're not even like an arcade no. guy. Big pinballs. Like, a lot of was, pinball machines. It's not Street Fighter. Rampage. Street Fantasy. Street. I don't know. Uh, Streets of Rage. There you go. Yeah. You'll, you'll know with you the kangaroo, it. the rollerblading guy, and the fucking. I bought the old school Nintendo jaunt that has like 40 games on it. Nice. It's like 35 bucks at Target. Nice. Is it good? Can't beat that. I, you know, like I, I figure like you know, it's you could go out and spend two hundred dollars in it, in a night, eating and noodle, sure, like sure, that sure. can happen. So yeah. I'm like thirty five bucks. Yeah, I'll get a my yeah. night of nostalgia out of it. Yeah. So I'm like, and plus you know, Kaylee's younger than me, so she doesn't have these reference points. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, let me show you something called Contra. Yeah. If you want to see what I did when I was eleven, right, right. the whole year of when <laughs> I was eleven, this is what I was doing, yeah, right? Yeah. Here's Zelda. I'm playing these fucking games. He's Mario got punch Brothers. Out on there? Punch out. Oh, there you go. Excite bike. Like old school yeah, fucking yeah, cool yeah. shit. Yes. So there you go. Punch out's probably my favorite game ever. Hell yeah. I got some friends that Tecmo still play Bowl, video games. Tecmo Bowl, dude. I was Bo. I'm Bo, fucking. Bo and Tecmo Bowl, yeah. the most unstoppable. Dude, I played a game of Tecmo Bowl and I won like. Six? Did I already say this? I don't know. I don't know. Marino's Marino's bomb on there too. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Marino's bomb. But I had. I'm like, dude. If you're playing, I'm playing it. I'm like, I gotta be Bo Jackson and just run circle. Raiders. But like, because I hadn't played it in a while. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, wait, where's Howie Long? Yeah. Because you know you have to pick the quickest defender. Each team has one quick defender. So dope. And I'm like, so it's usually easy to like pick off the ball. Yeah. But I hadn't played it in so long, so I was like, I gave up a touchdown. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. This is Tecmo Bowl. I won like 63 to 42. Right, right. But usually it's like 72 to nothing. You win. Well, you're not. You're not. Your game's not up. No, exactly. But I was like, "Ah, I can't even take. uh, I was. I had, is awesome. I had 20-year-old Tech Mobile pride. I'm like, I can't even throw a picture of this score up on the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, how'd you give up 42 points? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yep. That was on the Bo documentary. Did you see the Bo documentary? Yes. Yeah, yeah, where okay. they talk about I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. Te- they talk about Tech Mobile on it. He's like awesome. the most I mean, unstoppable dude, player ever in a video game. And that it, and it the, built the legend. That and the Nike legend. ad campaign yeah, yeah. are like, yeah, yeah. you know, as much of his, and the long run, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the injury, yeah, yeah. are like, the you know. Yep. His defining 
legacy. You know, and there was a, you know, and they talk about the, like him running up the wall right. and all this stuff. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. all stuff of folklore. Right. And, uh, Oh, uh, yeah, at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> but you don't know his dirt is making this, these noises with, with his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> Pretty good dirt. <sighs> Woo! Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Crazy. Kids got pipes. Um, Wesley Pipes. <laughs> Wesley Pipes, man. No, use Billy Bong Thornton. That's fucking half fake, dude. That movie is underrated as well. We no, were talking yeah, about is. comedies, dude. Chappelle wrote yeah. it. Yep. And it's fucking That's awesome. It's an underrated man. comedy. Yeah. For sure. And I had thought of another one too. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I had thought of I had thought of another comedy that should have made the list. I gotta I gotta, I gotta The guy's in fucking jail because he accidentally gave their pot munchies to the ho- the cop horse, yeah, 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 the yeah. police horse yeah, who yeah, died. The squirrel man. He's like, I don't think I'm getting the respect a cop killer usually gets in here. He's in prison. They're like <laughs> How long you think? I like that guy. They're I like, like they that gotta guy. raise like fifty grand. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. great. He's the show he's sucking the on some of Granddaddy's name? cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They gotta raise like fifty grand to bail him out. They're like, how long do you think you can hold out? He's like, I don't know, two, maybe three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somebody's <laughs> bitch. Yeah. yeah, you hear that? I'm somebody's bitch, yeah. nasty Nate. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of brilliant one-liners yeah, yeah, in there. It's a great movie. Yeah. That's a great comedy. There was, yeah. de- there was definitely another one that I was thinking of that i'm like shit that it should have came up in the conversation but half-baked is a that's a great reference for sure Fucking for funny. sure that should be on the list absolutely <laughs> all right extra long cast today actually it was We're a long like cast. Good. An hour good, hour good, fitty good good nice good. substantial good. what the width, like the width and the girth the width and, yeah just put the tip yep, in yep, and yep, there you go yep, yep. length width and girth of <laughs> the cast today was Jesus. was fantastic that's uh the, there was a curb your enthusiasm where he uh had some movie that he had written, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, written, the guys yeah. giving him notes. Yeah, <laughs> some movie that he had written like before pre-Seinfeld or whatever. It's a good length. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had watched it, and their feedback was about the film was it, it's a it's a good length. It's just about the right length. He's like, that's your feedback, the length, <laughs> the length. That's the only nice thing you have to say that it was the right length. So that's, that's the a cast today. Girthy. Yep. Bulbosity. Always. Yeah. All right. So. We're signing out. Maybe we'll put, do a little music outro after that little Bring song the of the week. Bulbous content. All right, let's do a song hip-hop-ity. of the week. Then. Song of the week. That's what we want. I'll just plug it in. A little hip hopity. Give us a little reference to let people know what it's going to be. It's going to be a uh, hip hop song about the haters. No, uh, <laughs> it kind of is. Um, it's called Evol or Ita, which nice. is like love, love and, and hate, hate backwards. Backwards. And uh, it's dope. And it's like a young cat who sounds like vintage 90s New York City, awesome produced. And what I like about I it, which it I. It's dope. What I like about like, uh, I was talking to young Jackula, nice. Count Jackula, nice. uh, about some hip hop music last time I saw him. And he said something like, he's talking about like, I don't know what the hell the guy's name is, 6ix9ine and all these right, fucking, right. like mumble dudes and like all these fucking crazy dudes. He's talking about like just the energy. It's it's not about the lyrics or the skills. They just have like a certain energy. Right. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like I can totally get that, right. especially young kid. Sure. Like I'm all into the energy and like the vibe and the aesthetic of yeah, something. Yeah. Like you famously said to me once, like it doesn't matter what 
the words that Raekwon is saying, like what they mean. Right. It's just like the tapestry of how those words sound. You don't have yeah, to yeah. know English right, right, right. to know like this is cool, right? True. Yep. And so I get that. But to me, like what's kind of missing from like some of hip hop is like it's okay to be like fearless or have a chip on your shoulder. Or even like reckless, YOLO. right? Or right, YOLO, <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like to feel invincible. Like right. who doesn't want music? Who feels that sounds like that? That reinforces that when you're, especially when you're young and you're yeah. testing your limits and all that. But what was also in the music that we came up with that I don't think is necessarily there now. It's like, like you could like make a hardcore inner city rap song, then and there would still be kind of like this recognition that like. Man, I wish maybe this was a little better. Yep. Oh, or for maybe sure. this is a little broken. Well, for sure. Like there'd be like this desperation there that oh, was my like, God. Very and much like so. yeah, like okay, if being cold makes you tough and makes yeah. you the fucking man. Right. Like all right, maybe like I'm a cold, heartless right, fucking right. dude, but yep. like man, I wished things weren't didn't. Yep. I wish it didn't have to be this yep. way. Yep. I wish yep. that wasn't the credential, yep. Yep. or I wish things yep. could be a little different. So. Yep. That's why I like this song. Like, yeah, it's a little like dark or a little, you know, yep. it's got that edge and the chip on the shoulder to it. But there's also like a little introspection to it. So, you know, you saying that about the, about the music we grew up on. I, um, I recently, um, I recently, uh, was listening to, um, I was recently listening to the infamous Yep. And I go back to, you know, what you're saying right there, right? Perfect example. Yeah, what you're saying right there is, like, so true of that album, very much so, right? And, uh, you know, the idea that it's bleak and it's dark and there's an ambition built into it and there's an, un you know, uh, like an angry, like, don't fuck with me kind of uh Right. You I'm going to get out of here no it. matter what it fucking takes. Right. But, man, this place is fucked up. Right, and, exactly. You know. Exactly. And, um... So I, I was I was listening to uh, a Mob Deep song the other day. Uh, I was listening to the Infamous While I Train, and the song Trife Life was on. And just one of the lyrics that takes your breath away. That's incredible, right? right. And it's Prodigy, and it, it just blows your mind because it's got a little bit of that to it, right? right? It's got this really like dark, ruthless, killer's vibe to it. And then there's a immediately a lyric about regret, right? And it's like. What that's a, what we're what I think like, we're missing exactly. on, in a lot of music. Exactly, it's been like I don't know if radio stripped it out or just happened over. Right. It's been distilled over the time. Like to add that second part of the yes. sentence is now like lame. Right, and so, it's like wait, where's exactly. the recognition of how fucked up the right. game is? Right, and you know, so like, it's like there's it's like this incredibly dark, violent imagery, and then but there's, there's a layer of regret to it, like of this humanity to it. And the lyric was, "He tried to play tough, so I put one in his brain. Even though I took his life, all I wanted was his chain." And I was like, fuck, man. Street life yeah. is powerful. Yeah. That is powerful. He didn't man. want to do what he had to do. Yeah. He didn't want to <laughs> do what he ended up doing. Doing All he really wanted was to steal the guy's jewelry. Right. And he, instead he murdered someone. And it's yep. like, that's fucking crazy. And like, it's such brilliant poetry, but there's a layer of the human condition built into that. Right. That's, not, that's lacking with a lot of music yep. these days. And like, that's part of what I, the, not just the poetry of it, but that's part of like, like the the bleak humanity is part of yeah. that's built into that is part of what makes it so powerful in my opinion. All right, so I think you'll hear a little of that soul and self awareness and like, you know, introspection in the the song. Yep.
I think it's like a fucking. It reminds me of those classic fucking jams, and it's proof. Beautiful. That the art form is alive and Beautiful. well. Beautiful, and so. I see I see a lot of young bucks out there who who are, you know, fifteen years my junior who have this place in their heart for '90s hip hop. So they're they're still it's, dude, they're still a, guys who can appreciate the golden era and who probably are yearning for that music. I think now. there's a major. I think it's like also there's a, it's on the upswing, that sound yep. and that. Like, you know, it's important to be different. Like, a good way to be different is to, like, you know, be thoughtful yeah, right now. Yep. You know? Very so maybe there's so. some more Nazas and prodigies and commons and people like that. We need them. Yeah. Here you go. And we are out. Peace. 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 Yeah. Is it confused admiration or do I label it hate? Or do they really love me like they say? Keep the grass cut like a landscape, but watch it for the snakes. Cause nowadays, friends of snakes wear the same face. Yeah, who can I trust in a place where betrayal seems to be the norm? Nobody, I'm paranoid, pistols in my palm. All of my best friends dead and gone. I conversate with them niggas through blunt smoke, shit is kinda odd. Pedro got dusted and killed his baby mom Surprised my nigga died with a needle in his arm Wish it happens like this, you never want The devil pull a lever and you're gone Where's the guard? Evala Etar, you gotta see fast Love and hate, thin line between, just know where each are Niggas that knew you the longest, hate you the most The niggas that you just met, try to be too close That's where it get blurry, I got the side eye for both Keep five fingers on the toast can't trust that, I'll probably get knocked with it Or jam up on me, ain't blow shot quicker Shit get worse when the money in the mixture Shit get ugly even quicker, blow your frame out the picture Mind playing tricks like Brad Jordan Is that a fiend or undercover trying to score? Confuse admiration or do I label it hate? Or do they really love me like they say? Keep the grass cut like a landscape and watch it for the snakes Cause nowadays friends are snakes with the same face Confuse admiration or do I label the hate? Or do they really love me like they say? Keep the grass cut like a landscape and watch it for the snakes Cause nowadays friends are snakes with the same face Nothing is promised but death That's a statement that's so honest so I'm on a thousand with